spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Christmas, good deal, everybody. We have uh, we have the theme out here today. Uh, everything it seems to have gone uh, come together here last minute. A little bit delayed. Sorry about that. Some technical issues, but uh, hey, uh, better late than never, as they say. Anyway, I'm Henrik. If you're new, check out Red Eyes TV and RedEyesMembers.com. We go out to a ton of different places here today. Lots to talk about actually today. It'll be a little bit of a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that, some rando stuff. Uh, but we do have a kind of a, a big story pertaining to our guest here today that I definitely want to hear more about because I, I I was a little fuzzy on some of the details and and actually what happened. Uh, and it's about our uh, our neighbor to the north, Canada, which of course we've followed closely, especially since the whole trucker convoy and the the freedom movement had waken all, all the COVID madness up there and stuff like that. And I'd say if there's if there's like one number one <laughs> enemy of Canada that's arisen here, uh, it is Jeremy McKenzie from uh, the uh, you know the 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 ethno state of Diagon, <laughs> as it were. Uh, so we have Jeremy with us today on the show. Uh, Jeremy, good to see you. I'm so glad that you're out. I want to hear, of course, about all the details and all that kind of stuff. But uh, hey, you're looking sharp today. I just want to say a good job on the on, on matching the the outfits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we coordinated. I was worried oh, one yeah. of us would have to change, but it's, it's <laughs> okay. It's okay. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You look great, also. Thank you. Love so the graphics. Cute. You're so cute today, Jeremy. Yeah. Sorry, no, I know. Let's not go there. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, the great. Yeah, I did the the Yule theme, right? So yeah, we had you know our our daughter came a bit early. Uh, very happy about that. But we had like through a spanner and everything. So I was going to plan out and like yeah, beginning of December, then we'll do you know the theme and all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, today it's out. What what is it? We're like eight day away from Christmas. What is it? About a week. I think so. Congratulations, seven. by the way. That's thank you. A, that's thank you. Great news. It is seven, eight, nine days. Nine days. Holy yeah. smokes. Well, we do 24th, uh, us, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, no, oh. no, northern folks, uh, 24th. But, you know, that, it's it's all good. <laughs> all right. So, t- Jeremy, before, so as I said, you know, we have tons of stuff to cover today, guys. And, and yes, if you do want to join in real quick, some of the housekeeping, nbcm.live slash red eyes TV. You can also super chat over at Rumble and on Odyssey down below. It's uh, rolling up. Where is it? Uh, up in the corner there as well. Um, what ha- what happened with the ar- arrest? It, it, was it a stream that you did and you basically made a joke and that's like, that's it. We'll, we're grabbing the guy. What happened? Tell us, Jeremy. Yeah, so that that's um that's not really what happened. That's just a coincidence. <laughs> they were already they were already coming to arrest me anyway. Um, that was just a 
uh, aside, but they did investigate me for that. The police did come and, and some detectives came to uh, interrogate me while I was in, while I was in jail over, over that and tried to get me to incriminate myself and say something they could charge me with also. But, um, essentially, I mean, it's just, if it was, if I wasn't who, you know, I am, uh, none of this would have ever gotten off of the ground. Um, it's, you know, obviously I, I can't say too much about it it's still before the courts and stuff. And, and my lawyer would, would kill me. Um, to, to hand anything over like that but obviously I'm, I'm pleading not guilty to everything i'm fighting everything and i'm confident it's all gonna get uh you know I'll, I'll we'll defeat all of this it's just um you know i i am who i am and i have no support or or um you know benevolent feelings from the canadian state for sure and uh basically anything uh, that they can do to me, they they will. And if I had a thousand dollars for every time someone said, "Well, I've never seen anything like this before in my life," over the last <laughs> couple of months, I would, I'd be able to pay all of my legal bills uh, outright. It was a lot of you know unprecedented this and unprecedented that. So, you know, basically you've got these accusations and allegations with very little investigation at all. In some cases, none. And they just you know charged me and and produced a a Canada wide warrant, which typically is reserved for you know murderers and and uh, things like this, and and sent uh, numerous officers half across the continent to come and get me uh, in a plane. They flew me out uh, to Western Canada in arms and legs and belly shackles and everything like I'm Hannibal Lecter or oh Pablo Escobar, oh, wow. which was. You know, unprecedented. I called all these lawyers and they said, they're not going to, you know, Canada-wide warrant. That's never going to happen. But it did. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they said, oh, well, you'll they'll release you on bail. This is all just a big show. They're just trying to, you know, scare people and so on. They denied me bail despite not having a criminal record, which is also, you know, pretty unprecedented and, and very, very uncommon. And and so it goes. And I, you know, had to spend uh, quite a bit of money and, and, and get a decent lawyer to dig me out. The first one um, kind of just rolled over and, and screwed me. <laughs> Uh, didn't do a very good job, um, but uh, fortunately, I was able to um, bust out. I, I, I did get a good, uh, got a great legal team together, and and uh, they were able to to rectify the situation, but not good. before having spent sixty five or sixty six days in 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 jail in a Western Canadian prison for you know unproven allegations. You know, I'm sitting yeah. there eating eating lunch, if you can call it lunch, uh, next to you Trumps. know guys that have done ten years for you know violent crimes. Yeah, well, words is violence, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm making jokes. That's, it's, it's, that's, that's the new level now. You know, that's where it's well, at. Well, yeah, and, and I don't think a lot of people are aware of that. So that's how the system works. They say, yeah. well, you're in jail. You must have done something. I've never had a day in court. It's In Canada, they can simply just point a finger at you and say, uh, lock them up. And then it's up to you to prove your, that you're, in, you're literally guilty until, until proven innocent. innocent. And that's yeah. only if you can afford to. Oh boy! So this is, I assume, not over, as you're saying. This is just no. a legal process, and it will roll yeah. and slowly. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking back on, of course, the, <laughs> the circumstances are very different, but still, I'm just like, I met some of the guys that were like at Charlottesville, uh, you know, just mm -hmm. normal, regular, guy, cool guys. You know, they were, they were, they were there. They didn't do anything or anything like that, but but they were like, they've been roped up into these legal things now for over five, this is six, six years. And it's just expected to drag on and on. And that's kind of how these things go when the state goes after you, right? Right When the, the power structure goes after you, it just for, it takes forever. So what's your, what's your timeline like? What's, what's going to happen next here? It, it, it'll, it's going to be a couple of years. Um, and disturbingly, it's, uh, you know, through my, you know, legal disclosure and stuff as you're going through the process, you can see that, uh, 
the you know the police and you know these so-called investigators are relying very heavily on on media stories yeah. and yep. you know uh, fabricated you know tabloid hit pieces and so on. They lean on this and say, oh well, that's that's how this is. They don't do the investigating on their own. They're taking cues from from the media establishment. Uh, basically instructs law enforcement on who to arrest and who's a bad guy and and so on and i even have um i even i have proof i have you know in literally in black and white that i've been under investigation by uh police forces across the country since as early as at least august 2021 if not going back into 2020 um i had never been arrested or charged with a crime ever in my life until january of 2022 so you know, let that be known to everyone else in Canada. That that's what's happening now. The police uh, are are being sent out to investigate people based on their ideology, their rhetoric, the words that they say. Yeah. No, no suspicions of a crime, no allegations of any crime. Just as you would uh, with, um, you know, very Kafka esque, very East, uh, you know, Soviet Germany. Uh, East Germany is uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but he's you know famously said that you show me the man and I'll show you the crime. You know, suggesting yeah, oh, that's just, right. Yeah. Point to like, I'll find something. I'll yeah. get them on something. Just show me who you need to be locked up and we'll yeah. sort it out later, yep. which seems to be the attitude of uh, just kind of, you know, going along the, 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 the Canadian paradigm now, one foot in front of the other. Nobody really think too much about it. Just, uh, you know, punch the clock and do your job and go home and nobody asks any questions anymore. And no. this is what they're doing to, you know, it's me today and there'll be somebody else tomorrow. And uh, there's no, there's no hint that this is going to slow down anytime soon. There, no. uh, as you mentioned earlier in Ottawa, they, they, you know, violently put down this this uh, legal uh, peaceful protest of demonstrators. A lot of them were women, old people. You know, and they were beaten with guns and horses, trampled them, and shot with uh, tear gas grenades from point blank range, and hit with batons, and shoved and kicked to the ground, and so on. And if that wasn't enough, they canceled, uh, suspended their bank account privileges. Apparently, the state has frozen their you know assets of, of, into the millions and millions of dollars. Uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of people have had their uh, bank accounts terminated or frozen, and so on, uh, because essentially the government doesn't like who they are. They don't like what they're doing. No crimes have been committed, but they've decided that, well, close enough. You know, the crime is that I've, I'm offended or I'm upset by what you're doing. So I'm going to use everything in, uh, in the government's repertoire to, to deal with you, which yeah. is, you know, very, very Soviet-like. Well, we'll remember too that they needed uh, a, a scapegoat at that time as well, right? So there was a, the timing was, was was perfect, so to speak. Well, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like that they well, this, these are the threats of of this. It's terrorism. It's going to be J six, but in Canada now, and we get to target yeah. you know target people. And I mean, J six was like meh, but this was clearly nothing even like that. Obviously, you know what I mean. Um, and so you you know you kind of um, that you they just like this guy will fit the bill. Let's let's go after him, right? That's basically what happened. It's crazy how impressive and scary in a way, how, how much the media, the corporate media can just invent an air, invent a, a, a feeling or a situation or a narrative around something. And they just play the right kind of, um, triggering music and make it sound ominous and get the right kind of slow motion shots and say the right words. And you can frame, you know, a whole, uh, story about something that doesn't even exist. And, you know, in my case, they, um, I'm, I'm the reason my, me and my audience, who, um, again, these, these police officers uh, erroneously believe are, is, a, is a, a militia of terrorists all over the country, was quoted in the House of Commons, which, you know, our Congress essentially, um, at least eight times as an imminent threat to the security of the country. My imagination, this flag back here, it's a gag. It's a community branding mechanism. It's a, it's a, it's a way to, you know. It's a meme. 
Right. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah, they, that's, that's what was quoted as the, the very, very real danger to the public. We have a, a steel resolve, they said, and we're heavily armed and we're, we're about to attack and all this. And this is in February. No one has been arrested, you know, besides me. Uh, no one's been, there's been no, you know, weapons caches found or, or militia cells rolled up or any of this. So presumably all of these nasty terrorists that required the invocation of martial law to put down are still out there and yeah. no one seems too concerned about it. So uh, obviously, it's nonsense and it's com it's complete bullshit. But uh, I don't know if you can swear on this show. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> please go ahead. We we love you too. Uh, you know, I when I realized that too, it was like I was reading. I forget what it was. It was some police investigation. Well, investigation report about mm. something, and it was just one mainstream source of news listed after the other. And it was just that. Whoa, yeah. wait a minute. Like I, yeah. I thought they did their own investigation. No, they yeah. just they just base it on pre-existing bullshit. And I mean, there's so much of this that have come out. Like there's so many people within from intelligence that have infested the media, even the social media companies that's come out recently yeah. of just like FBI agents are working in there. And of course, it would be the same in the Canadian sphere. It's the same in the Swedish media sphere, you know. Um, so they can basically concoct and do whatever they want and spin that in, a, in, the, in, in the media. And it just is this dirty snowball that just grows bigger and bigger and more and more ugly. Yeah. And it's just like there's nothing left remnant of, of reality when they're done with it. Yeah, it's it once and once you start explaining yourself, you're losing. You know, I had the publicist I talked to <laughs> right. talk about that. So, I don't even I don't lend them any credence. I don't give them any credibility or any any way. Even addressing the things that they say is is acknowledging them as as some kind of legitimate force that exists that needs to be all needs to Repudiated. be uh, Yeah, right. And I just I I don't care. They're a bunch of tabloids and and liars and you know. But they have power. They have special though. interest. They have power. You know, and and it, you, over the. Over the zombies, they do. It's waning. It's decreasing. <laughs> it's, but it's, uh, well, that's why they're so weird. angry too, isn't it? I mean, we we have a little bit on this here later. You with the Elon stuff, and he, you know, some yeah. journalists were <laughs> uh, suspended from Twitter and stuff. And and Washington Post is losing like was it five hundred thousand subscribers now and stuff like that. Like what a shame. It, uh, the, yeah. Oh boy. Well, I'm so sad. You know, crying. Uh, <laughs> This they did this entirely themselves. This is all their own fault. No one did this to them, but yet they they need a you know scapegoat here and say who who is who's spreading the myths and disinformation. And I mean the the yeah. rhetoric at least in American media have been like uh, free speech is the biggest. That's the biggest dangerous issue that we have, and we need yeah. to start arresting people for saying the, the the wrong things. You know. Yeah, and it's now I've I've been going on about this for since a couple of weeks now since i've been out but the the revelations of of what we all knew was true we all knew it was true everything that's coming out from twitter twitter gate whatever you want to call it uh that elon musk has been revealed not only is there shadow banning and censorship and so off going on and it's not it's not a private company it's the state the fbi is in regular contact uh manipulating social media platforms that people depend upon to share information yep. and, and create their uh worldview and understand the you know basically get a lay of the land and of, of the world and situation they're in and that's being curated and manipulated by the state at an almost you know it seemed like a minute to minute level they're saying this person should be banned and this person should be promoted and this person's amplified and this person is to be silenced and and all of that so i mean <laughs> you want to talk about election rigging you want to talk about um you know manipulation this is a this is propaganda and in gaslighting and manipulation on a scale that's never been uh, never seen the light of day on on the planet ever before. And yeah. if you think it's just Twitter, I mean, I imagine if someone bought Facebook or Google <laughs> or I YouTube know. and and, and yeah. see what's going on over there, I assume it's very much the same. And I doubt it's even just the United States. 
that's uh, that's that's on that's in on this. So these laws need to be updated and, and changed that uh, to prevent this because this is it's grotesque. It, it's like we need to stop everything. There's no way to know what's real anymore. Who isn't, you know, how much has been manipulated, how much has been lied about. The information that we do have is either incorrect or it's, uh, you know, biased or it's coming from some kind of paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole yeah. thing is, uh, is a, it's fake now and there's no um, credibility. There's no, no way to lean on this with any confidence knowing that any of this is, any of this is true or, or accurate or reliable. So how in the hell are people supposed to move forward as a society, any kind of civilization, having you're basically blindfolded in the woods at night during yeah. a hurricane? Yep. And that's and, what they want. And, and, they want and now lost. we know there's proof of it. There's proof yeah. of it everywhere. And it's, well, you know, orange man and whatever else nonsense they're going to point to to distract people from this. Yeah. But. To keep the, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to work. I time. don't think it's going to work either. No, the, the the circus will go on for quite a bit longer. Of course, it will. Uh, it's a big machine, yeah. a big mechanism. But as it breaks down, it still has momentum enough to keep going for quite a while. Yeah. You know, but eventually, it's just like yeah. it will just be collapsed, right? So, what, what, so if you want to share anything more with us, you know, in terms of like how how, how it was in there, or or I guess one of the questions I had: what what's to prevent them from just doing this over and over and over, essentially? nothing yeah. um i guess which is the frightening i mean you got to be really careful if you're if you're someone like myself if i sneeze next to a library i'll be arrested i have a, a pile of different conditions and things i have to abide by i'm basically on house arrest here um you know it's <laughs> i mean of course they will of course they'll, but they they'll didn't, try to do they it didn't and, say you can't stream that hasn't come no up in, while in they <laughs> you know i we anticipated this and you know with my my lawyers and stuff and and uh crafted a pretty good you know legal argument around that they did try they did you know want that you know, right yeah. restriction and then and so on but they try to get as much punitive stuff as possible but now fortunately i was able to uh, uh work around that because you know there's a facade of free speech sort of kind of still uh in canada that people are dancing around but it's being chipped away at uh quite a lot yeah uh, as far as the jail goes it was uh you know, not great. The food it was <laughs> terrible. And, uh, you know, every corner in that place that they could cut was cut numerous times. I had a couple of, uh, couple of altercations. I had a, one guy try to stab me, uh, you know, this kind of, and, and this is, you know, they'll accuse me of it. You're inciting violence. The things you say are going to cause people to get hurt. You're inciting violence. Well, yeah. hold on. Uh, you're, you're running me through the, the news constantly. I'm on television. I'm in the newspapers. All these people are reading it and I'm in here and this jail is, um, you know, 95% ethnically, uh, you know, Native Americans. And go. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, uh, you know, infamous uh, neo-Nazi white supremacist yeah. Uh, yeah. terrorist, right? So uh, you can imagine how well that goes. And they were online, you know, saying this is where he is. And somebody, you know, he's in yeah. this jail. Does anybody know anybody in this jail? Somebody should stab him. Somebody should, but this was going on and people were letting me know this is what was happening on Twitter. So yeah, there was a, you know, it was a little dicey at times. Wow. Uh, had to, you know, it's a jungle in there. You, you, you can't really wait around for for things to cool off there's, there's no there's no you can't put your hand up and say well let's talk about this no, fellas no, you know if, no. if some guys surround you it's it's go time and yep. then you just you know maximum violence until you're out of that situation which yep. fortunately only was a couple of times but you know it the longer you're in there you never know it settled down after a little while and and you know i made some made some friends in there and but right it was uh yeah not oh, not boy. the worst place i've ever been i'm not in a hurry to go back but i've had worse <laughs> oh, worse experiences God. Well, we're glad you're out, and we hope this resolves, obviously, as quickly as possible. You're fighting this battle. There's so many other people around the, the West fighting this battle wherever we are. Not exactly like you, of course. You, you've ex, you know, ex, exceptionally targeted by your, uh, your, the state of Canada, obviously, the, the, the system uh, up there. Uh, but no one is going to be able to hide from this. I mean, this, <laughs> this is, uh, 
I'm not saying they're going to come and arrest everybody, not in that way, but I'm saying everybody in one way or another is being targeted by the system. It's gone totally insane. It, it needs scapegoats. It wants us dead. Yeah. It wants us gone. This is not even a joke anymore. It used to be a meme, but yeah. now it's like, yeah. you know, since the Vax campaign and since all these crazy things have happened, we're like, no, they really, they really want us dead. They want us out of the picture. And anybody who's an inconvenience, anybody that speaks up, anybody that doesn't doesn't agree where they want this to go, uh, they will either a, I think, be designed out of the system that they're kind of building, uh, or you will be like a target of it, and you will be in some kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, you you be seen as a criminal or. You need to be medicated against it. And obviously, we can't have that. And that's why we have to fight back. And we have to, at, yeah. at the very least, I think, Jeremy, we have to have something that is ours and ours alone. Whether that's a parallel structure or, or whether that's just like a community of really good people that are helping each other out and make sure that things still, soci normal society can still continue despite the fact that mainstream society have gone insane and uh, and have decided to run us all into the yeah. wall at, at 100 miles per hour. But um, the, the, the fight we take on different levels, but it's something we can never, I think we'll never be able to flee from it. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it will find you wherever you are essentially. It there's a it's just the herd mentality you know like 80 percent of people are just going to do what they're told and and sit in the, the lanes and and be good little boys and so on but it's the the narrowing of the what's acceptable to say or mm -hmm. do or, or behave or believe or whatever it is are narrowing um rapidly more and more and as you kind of brush up against that you're you know you're checked to say oh no back towards the center you know get back in towards the closer to the to the, to the mainline uh legacy pipeline um or otherwise you know you're out of bounds and as that keeps shrinking, more and more people are going to be affected by it. And, and the further, the harder you try and push against this encroachment, um, the more the heavier handed methods they will use to deal with you. If you do a little bit of speaking out, you'll get a little bit of punishment. If you do a lot, you'll get a lot of punishment. If you do a, a lot of, you know, damage, uh, you do a lot of inconvenient things to the, to the machine, then uh, either put you in jail, they'll bankrupt you, they'll debank you, which um, I think you guys have gone through and so on. Yeah. And then finally, if none of that works, well, we'll just kill you, yeah. you know, uh, so yeah, basically. <laughs> Problem yeah. solved. There we go. Hey, yeah. do you want to? Yeah, go ahead. It's always it's then you know the common thread is always you know and it, especially in Canada, there's certain things you're not allowed to say. There's certain people you're not allowed to criticize or talk about because we have laws on the books for for stuff like that. It's it's you know and everybody knows what I mean, but it, you can't say it. You're not mm -hmm. allowed to, or it's it's illegal. Yep. It's that, that's how crazy it's gotten up here, and um, now they're normalizing debanking and stuff, and that's all. Yep. So right now they're trying to they're trying to uh, confiscate all the all the firearms uh, and you know ban all of them. they've they've made basically everything illegal and they're pretty much doing the putting the finishing touches on that one um and everybody's kind of upset about that but i was uh reading the last couple of days the real big problem is the digital currencies that are coming that the yes. central banks are testing yep. right now yep. whereas i don't care you have guns no guns i don't care how about i turn your money off and you starve to death yep now what that's it now what are you going to do yep. right so like you said if you don't build these parallel societies that are outside independent of this uh you know global nonsense state then you're you're in trouble you're going to yeah. be dependent on it for one reason or another so insulating yourself finding your own friends and building your own communities um in a you know parallel uh, i was you know society if you will i was talking to a guy um you know earlier and he said even well the cities are obviously lost but it's like you could survive if you have 20 or 30 people in a net like that you know in, in one the area you can, yeah and, and, and it's like that's you guys live and exist to help each other yeah. And then uh, the rest is noise. It's just these are just other, you know, NPCs on the street, you know, yeah. you can't concern yourself with that. But that's right. That's uh, that's a way to that's a way to survive is, you know, you know, basically tribalism. And that's, yep. you know, that's it. That's what it's going to come back to that's sooner or later it. as things get more difficult. Yep. Um, we don't have the privileges anymore to to just be like, oh, whatever. Nothing matters. You know, it's, no. it's not good. We're no. going down a dark path here.
Yeah, the small pockets. It could be all over in different places. You know, whether we're talking about America or Canada, over in Europe and stuff. And I think you'll, you'll start seeing that more and more. But yeah, the CBDCs is a thing we've been covering a lot, and it's just so scary. Yeah. You just, uh, I mean, conformity yeah. is really the currency there. I mean, if you like, okay, the, yeah. you can have a social credit score, but like the enforcement mechanism of that whole system is the digital currency in a sense, and it can be programmable. You can basically yeah. tell it like you bought a little bit too much meat this week. You're not going to denial of purchase, you know, yeah. whatever, they, you know, you can tell it, it whatever you want to program it. It's, 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 uh, you know, Nick, uh, what's his name? No, that's not, he was friends with Nick Rockefeller. What was the guy's name? Uh, Aaron, um, yeah. Russo. Well, Russo. Yeah. That's right. That's, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, he knew that, like, he's talking about this, like, they, these conversations were being had 20 years ago, and it's the yeah. same basic premise, whereas, like, we can control your money, then you're screwed. Um, like, you, we, you, you bought too much meat. Well, they'll know every every purchase you make, every dollar you spend, every, you know, penny you have, we know where it is, what you're spending it on, where it's going, where it's coming from. And they could, you know, say, uh, maybe you don't buy any more of that anymore. You're not allowed to buy, maybe you're not allowed to get on a plane. We'll just program these tokens so that you, they're not. They don't function for you in airports or train stations or, you know, or, or and so on. The amount of control that you could impose on people from this is unprecedented. It's a dictator's wet dream, yeah. And uh, it's not being talked about for for good reason. And again, the banks are proto proto testing, prototyping, testing. One of those is probably a word. <laughs> uh, right now, I wouldn't be surprised to see this roll out next year, 2023, 2024 at the latest. Mm -hmm. And then then what happens? I don't know, but we're going to need an alternative. Uh, you're going to need a, your own economy, basically, I, I, or grow I think, your own food because you're yeah. frozen out at that point. Exactly. I, I think, I mean, I understand the skepticism, uh, certainly of certain cryptos or whatever, but I, I'm all right with Bitcoin, to be honest. It seems it's it's all right. I, it will definitely be a use case at that point for it when they implement their own digital currency. Yeah. I don't think it is Bitcoin because they, they would have used that no. and taken it over, but they will not do that. They, they basically, yeah. well, you, you're going to, you, of course you'll have your cryptocurrency here by our uh, central bank digital coin. Yeah. It's super exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, Bitcoin is decentralized. These CD, CDCs or uh, central, what is it? Central bank, central bank digital, digital currency, currency yeah. CBDCs or yep. whatever they are. Yep. Uh, they're not decentralized. No, no, you no know, exactly. Different, but exactly. I, it's almost like they've, they saw it and like, oh, that's a great idea. Good idea. We, can do, we do that. Turn yeah. <laughs> and turn this into another nightmare scenario for everybody. Oh, Why not? Man. Like when someone invented the first tank, you know, like not bad. I have a better idea. They can, they can uh, improve upon it and make it their own. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's not good. <laughs> no, you have. Is it tomorrow then? Un ungovernable. Do you want to mention mention that? Plug that real quick yeah. for us. Here. Yeah. So this is uh yeah it's free. JeremyMcKenzie.com. My friends and you know supporters and audience and members and stuff put this uh, together for me while I was while I was locked up in the clink. And uh, that's tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. There's a, a few people on there, a bunch of, you know, people in, you know, my kind of orbit community or audience and so on in Canada. Some Americans are on it. Ryan Dawson, I'm sure you know. And oh, yeah. Some other. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's 12 hours. We usually do this once a year. I used to do like a 12 hour kind of long form, just marathon stream once a year. Um, last year, usually in January, but they just, uh, you know, try to do this as a fundraising effort to help me uh, uh, pay for these, pay for these defenses. Cause that's that another way they can get you because. Yeah. You know, you're only innocent if you can afford to be like all these charges are, you know, but you still have to go through the process and it's expensive and yeah. it's, it's going to cost yeah. you you know, time and money. And uh, that's just another way they can drain you of your resources and, and your ability to, uh, to to live. If you're, you know, selling your house to, to and your you know modes of transportation, whatever assets you have just to stay out of jail. And then uh, if it you know comes down where it's like, oh, you know what? You're right. Sorry. Uh, you're acquitted or not guilty or whatever. You don't get any of that back. No, no that's, that's right. just all right. You're free to go now. So yeah. it's just a ruinous, um, you know, experience 
on its own. They say the punishment is the, the process is the punishment. Yes. And, and it is like, yeah. maybe you go to jail, maybe you don't. But once you're in the legal system, you're being punished anyway. You know, oh, yeah, uh, just did the emotional energy that they drain tap from you by doing this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm thankful that um, I had the, the life experiences that I did because if I hadn't, um, you know, like, like I said, it wasn't that bad. It's jail. It, it sucks. But, I mean, I'm not a typical, you know, I did 15 years almost in the military and some, you know, rough spots. And I'm, not, I'm used to some pretty extreme and, and crazy crazy stuff and but i i going in there imagine being like somebody who's just like i've got a youtube channel and i'm going to talk about you know the bankers or something they don't they don't want you to talk about and then oh uh we're going to get you on something throw you in jail going in there is just some guy from the street oh man you know the, the culture shock would be uh you know not good it's just another right. way they can try to terrify people yeah holy smokes all right well i'm glad you're out please keep us informed and let us know if there's anything we can do uh, obviously if you guys want to help out jeremy free jeremymckenzie.com i guess you have there's some sources there links or something people can can help you out there through the website or is there some way somewhere else they can do go to do there's that? a there's a give send go link on the website there and you know that's that's uh you know again i appreciate all of everything those guys have done for me thank you know so much to everyone for the support and stuff they've they have even because i you know you'd be screwed otherwise yeah uh, no no one can that, afford this, this level of i mean it's going to cost me a quarter million dollars if not maybe more maybe 300,000 like in canadian money insane. so like 80 dollars 100 dollars american something right like well still it's a, a huge amount yeah um, that's insane but it, yeah. yeah but it but it's a lot and it, it's it's intense. you know they just stocking and dogpiling uh, as much as possible you know the media is yep. running I, I keep getting calls and messages and you know emails and stuff from you know legacy media outlets like hey would you like to come do an interview for the fifth uh, no i wouldn't uh no you, never talk to them lied about me constantly and yep. encouraged people to murder me um, no, I'm not interested in helping you. I'm interested in helping you, uh, perish if that's possible. I'm looking forward to watching your funding disappear and all of you being out of your jobs and, and having your Twitter accounts banned and your social media accounts banned and now right. the shoes on the other foot. Yep. I'm enjoying it very, very much. It is kind of funny. We can talk about that. We have some stories to get into here too, guys. And, and I'll say a couple of super chats on Autosale Texas in a moment here too. Um, but yeah, so, so the whole Elon shit show, of course, with the buying Twitter and stuff and the usual, all the usual suspects and uh, kind of all the right people are quetching and freaking out. And I enjoy watching that, you know, and I don't, yeah. I don't trust Elon. I, I think he no. has something up. I, I don't, there's, you know, he's not, he's not going to fix any issues for us. In, in fact, he could make it long-term at least much worse. Even if this is a, a side effect of this is it's like, oh, we can have a few good laughs laughing at the shit libs on Twitter because mm -hmm. they're freaking out. And that's fine. We, we, we'll take that. I'll take that. That's okay. You know? But yeah, so apparently they uh, they were doxing his information in, 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 in real time, uh, he claimed. And, and I'm sure they did that. He linked, yeah. he, he linked to some videos and stuff like that too, right? Uh, we'll take a look at that in a moment. I forget everyone that they censored or suspended. I wish it was permanently. This is like he even did a poll. How many days should I you know, keep them suspended or whatever? Uh, yeah. It says here, Twi Twitter suspended the accounts of more than half a dozen journalists from CNN, The New York Times, The Washington Post, Voice of America, and other outlets Thursday evening as company executives appear to... Uh, Accused the reporters of endangering appears to yeah. That, we didn't do anything wrong. We now when it's happening uh, to you guys, uh, of course. Then <laughs> then they're kvetch and they 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 cry out in pain, of course, as they try to dox you and put your family and your 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 own yeah. life in uh, at risk, right? <laughs> Um, I, I, had, I had a good laugh last night when you you posted that on your your Telegram page. It was you called it urina, urinalists. Urinalists, that's right. Yeah, and I was like, is that what I think it is? It's yeah, <laughs> piss doctors. It's urine. I was like, that's funny. That's uh, very that's good. A, that's a good one. <laughs>
Aaron Rupar, that's good. They, they, they pain as they strike you. Yeah. Yes, they absolutely did. Aaron Rupar, a Substack writer with nearly 800,000 followers on Twitter, had his account suspended minutes earlier, according to screenshots taken by other users. Ha <laughs> ha, we all laughed. It's funny. Mm. And then, of course, um, Musk, his Washington Post here, Musk suspends journalists from Twitter, claims assassination danger. Company executives allege that the more more than half a dozen reporters endangered Twitter's owner by sharing his location, which they did. But a review, and here we go. Here's the the counter action here, right? Of of Washington Post. But a review of their tweets shows no. There's no evidence that they did this. Uh, so Musk linked up that video. Did you see that yet? Let me see if we can see that. Uh, last night, car carrying yeah. Lil X. It's it's one of his, his dumb name, but whatever. That's yeah. he, he has yeah. one kid that has a bunch of numbers, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, it's like some algorithm. He's uh, not a normal guy. He's no, he's, he's exactly. Eccentric. He's a bit eccentric, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he says in, this is in Los Angeles. He was followed by a crazy stalker who thought it was him, or Musk, who later blocked a car from moving and climbed onto the hood. Legal action is being taken against Sweeney and organizations. Is that some owner of one of the media companies or something? I'm not sure what that is. Do you know what that not is? Sure. Sweeney, uh, who sure. supported harm to my family. And here's the video that uh, Musk linked up. Let's take a look at this. Real quick. Uh, yeah, for sure. What's your name? And then this part here. Oh boy, did the did the media freak out about that? Yeah, that he showed sure. a license plate in the video, and yeah. it's like you're yeah. doxing that. Like, so as soon as you whip up and use have the same medicine towards them, then all hell breaks breaks yeah, loose. You know, sure. and they start like kvetching on you. Yep, that's exactly what it is, and and yeah, they they've been doing this to people on our side forever. I've been doxxed. I don't know how many times newspapers have printed the you know my family home or they you know where everyone lives, who lives here, where they work, and all this kind of stuff. And people are you know posting pictures of my house. What would you do if a Nazi lived on your street? You know, <laughs> oh like what's the inference there? You yeah. know, like well. They hung a lot of the Nazis, so I guess they're I guess they're saying I should be hung. You know, I guess I should be killed. You know, and. um yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's a wrong call. I mean, doxing people is technically not illegal, but I mean, it. What's the point of doing it? And what's the, what's the emotional intent behind it? Is uh, obviously for people to know where they live, and why would you want to know where they live so you could go find them in person? And why would you want to do that? You know, like let's just follow this to its logical conclusion here. It's not for any good reason. They're not posting people's locations. They're not, they're not trying to show everyone where Elon Musk is. So they can go give him a hug and go give him yeah. some give him some money or, or one of these Trump tokens or something. You know, that's <laughs> it's for nefarious reasons, obviously. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 100%. And, and as far as he goes, you know, I think there's a lot of this is something I've noticed because I've been you know, probably the same as yourself, but on, on the internet here in this in this wild digital war zone for the last, you know, 10, 15 years or so. There's a lot of anytime something like this happens, you get like, you know, a new player has entered the game. You know, yeah. Elon Musk is, is, does his things. People go, oh, I, they, they like to rush to point to things like he's in this photo with this guy and he's doing it like. Uh, there's all kinds of knee-jerk reactions to tie them into some kind of conspiracy and you know this and that and the other thing i think this is a, a like a, almost a trauma response of having been lied to about so many things for so long that people start to see everything as, as some kind of nefarious enemy which i think is just as dangerous and damaging to the point where you know you become paralyzed in the point that you can't read or trust or follow through with anything because you view everything with suspicion and anxiety yeah um i don't think he's He's definitely not a normal guy, you know. <laughs> no, no. He's rich and has weird friends and so on, but you know, uh, I don't think it's it's some kind of you know sixteen deep 
you know, move to buy Twitter to trick everybody and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it probably is what it looks like. And, you know, so what if he's nobody's perfect? He's going to be wrong on lots of things as, as, you know, lots of other people are. But as for right now, do I like that he's bought Twitter and, and wrestled it out of the hands of, you know, this uh, global establishment? Yes. Do I like that I he's too, exposing yeah. them all? Yes. Do I like that he's going to post all of this evidence that the FBI has been directing uh, censorship and suppression of, of dissident politics and, and the COVID narrative? And absolutely. I love all of that. Because that's great. That doesn't hurt us at all. So why not, uh, you know, be happy about that? You know, it doesn't God doesn't have to be perfect. But uh, there's nothing wrong with what he's doing right now. Uh, but if he turns around tomorrow and says, "Now I'm going to put chips in all your brains," and <laughs> obviously I'm not going to be no, pumped exactly. about that either. No. But you know, so it's uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's a nefarious. Pl- and and I also like to look at how he's treated. Um, you know, yeah, the by fact the, that he, the rest he's of being attacked by everyone. Yeah. Right? He's being attacked by all the usual suspects, which, you know, is an indicator to me that he's probably not doing what he's supposed to do. I mean, obviously they would like it much more if he would be posting, you know, how great, you know, the Clintons are or something all day and how we need to eradicate white people and how we have to, you know, we need more diverse, you know what I mean? All of yeah. the regular stuff. If he was doing that, they would be, oh, the great new CEO of Twitter. We're so exactly. happy to have him on yeah. board. But because he's on, he's in the wrong. He's again, he's gone outside the acceptable, ever shrinking lanes of what's allowed to be uh, said and, and said out loud. So now he's being condemned, and they're going to try and cancel him and all the stuff. So yep, that's look right. what they're doing to any anyone that does these. It doesn't matter how big they are, right? That's what's so fascinating. And I mean, you know, without getting into details about Kanye and stuff, but like you can be a money will not protect you can have billions and billions and like they will target you they will go after you they will shut down your bank accounts which which disproves the whole narrative of like the class warfare thing of the shit libs and the commies that is like it's not a class warfare thing it's like a it's an establishment it doesn't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter what class you're in like if you're of the wrong opinion it's like it's an ideological war it's supposed to be a class war you know it's just it's just good and evil at this point and once you go outside the uh once you once you go outside the, the the lane at all then you're an enemy i had uh, i had another lawyer in in canada here who was uh helping me out with some stuff who was you know perceived to be a fairly you know left-wing character and very much you know kind of vocally opposed to the to the you know the the so-called anti-vaxxers and the freedom convoy and all of that kind of stuff um but she's an open-minded person and isn't isn't crazy or insane and is you know willing to look at things and, and saw what was happening to me and went well this doesn't really make sense and this is kind of you know screwed up so she just you know, off and, and, you know, assisted me. Uh, and just because she did that now she's, now she's the enemy. Now she's white supremacy adjacent. Now she's a neo-Nazi. Now there's all of this. So she needs to be canceled and destroyed just for talking to me, yep. just for, just for talking to me and entertaining me and saying, Oh, you know, what? I don't think this guy's a bad of a guy actually. Oh, well she has to die now too. Like it's, there is no, it's, it's a heresy. It's like a religion. It's a cult. You know, the, what, yeah. what does Elon Musk call it? The mind virus. We're all describing the same kind of thing. It's uh it's, it's real. And you can, Describe it however you like, but yeah, there's a there's the 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 way, which is the way that the the narrative, the big giant head in the sky wants you to to be the the television, the phones. There's the way that you're allowed, you're 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 supposed to think and, and act and behave, and then uh, everything outside of that is is going to be punished, and it keeps getting smaller and smaller every 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 minute. It seems like absolutely. Yeah, it is pretty nuts. It's uh, we'll see what happens now too on the uh, you know the legalities and I remember this guy who visited Musk from the EU. I forget his name. It was like some digital chief guy, and they were shaking hands, and it was kind of awkward yeah. and real weird and stuff. But it was basically like you oh you yeah. you bow down to us now you you know he he bought it's his private company but you still can't do whatever you want right you yeah. gotta bow by we have rules here in the eu but the uh, last article mm-hmm. on this year but must suspension of journalists on twitter spurs u.s and international condemnation 
Rebuke yeah. comes ahead of tough EU rules on content moderation and disinformation set to take effect in 2024. See, so they'll just legislate. Like if you have any platform or website with information on it that we consider to be mis or disinformation, well, we're going to either shut you down or we're going to, I think now they're talking about sanctions. I'm not quite sure what that means. Let me just search for that piece there. Uh, here it is, right? EU's Digital Services Act requires respect of media freedom and fundamental rights, which is a complete contradiction then to what they say mm -hmm. next. This is reinforced under our Media Freedom Act, she wrote. Elon Musk should be aware of that. There are red lines and sanctions soon, they said. So they could basically like terminate, I guess, Twitter on the European market or something like that if he doesn't bow down to this. So this is a, uh, but I'm glad he's there to take that battle because <laughs> you certainly have the yeah. means to do it. You know what I mean? Because it's going to happen to smaller website. You know what I mean? Right. And and we didn't used to have it. Like, it's something. It's better than nothing. I mean, thank goodness he exists and is, is doing this. I mean, I don't really get a lot of the people just like to hate things and tear everything down. But I mean, this isn't we don't have a pile of billionaires that are, you know, trying at least making an attempt at, at you know, pushing back at all. And, and, and he's doing that. I think it's hilarious that they're upset. Twitter, the suspension of journalists. Twitter has been censoring and suspending and burying people. I mean, they, they censored an, a sitting president of the United States. And it wasn't even Twitter's own, you know, this private company argument that they love so much. Where'd that one go? That's apparently doesn't, that's out the window now that it's on the other, shoes on the other foot. Um, that was at the direction of, and the pressures of, again, the, you know, the woke mob, the FBI, the, you know, who else? Maybe the DOJ. We don't know how far it goes. Oh, yeah. Um, so now they're, now they're crying about this. It's, it's not about censoring journalists. It's, it's about the team. You know, they're on that team and we're on this team and the wrong, you know, they're on the wrong team. So they have to be destroyed. There is no tolerance. There's no acceptance. There's no middle ground. There's no arena, you know, reserved for, you know, uh, exploring ideas or compromise or anything like that. It's just obey or die. That's, that's all it is. And, and they, they're demanding, you know, soon that that's, they're going to be more punishment. They're, they're trying to legislate things like that now in Canada, oh, at yeah. least they want to say, what you can see on the internet, who can put things on the internet, who, who can take things down. Uh, we can punish you for financially, put you in jail for mean tweets. We're going to, uh, they're just going to grab the whole thing. It's going to look like, uh, you know, North Korea uh, up here soon. Um, there doesn't seem to be much, there's not put, not much pushback. And the, the so-called opposition we do have up here is, is fake. You know, they're, they're all on board with all the same things as the, you know, the current liberal establishment anyway. It's much yeah. like the legacy, you know, Republicans in the United States. They're just yeah. as happy to, they're all in bed with each other and they're all going to the absolutely. same. Absolutely. Oh, no. Meetings, absolutely. Right? It's a uniparty. It's all the same. So, yeah. and anyone that actually, you know, li like these, these establishment parties and, and figureheads and stuff exist to prevent any actual, um, any actual uh, right-wing or, or conservative uh, movements from, from taking place or taking hold. They're, they're like a, they like a magnet to draw in disaffected people that notice there's something wrong with the, you know, the liberal world order, whatever you want to call it. And then they think that, oh, we'll just get them out and get our guys in and everything will be better. It's a sham. It's a, you know, the oldest, oldest game going. Yeah, that's how they play the game. Yeah, absolutely. Just a, a few steam valves. So someone's talking a big, big game, you know, whatever, in the political yeah. halls of power, but then nothing happens. That's just, you know, that's always yeah. how they do it, right? Those people tend to get shot when they do try to run. Right, exa exactly. They actually, they're actually t taken out, right? Uh, let me do a couple of these real quick here. Bill Abyss, uh, Henry, congrats to you and Lana on the birth of Sigrid. Thank you. Uh, just listened to Greg Johnson on Millennial. Did you hear that his twi Twitter account was recently banned? Yeah, because he, he wasn't banned from before, was he? I think he was... Uh, there for quite a while. I didn't know they was banned, actually. But no, I mean, exactly. And I've said that, too. I've seen other accounts just randomly still taken down. Someone has been reporting 
I think every single tweet I have ever made that contains the word uh, Jewish people or Jews. <laughs> so every single one is like, and I forget one of them I think was taken. I haven't been suspended yet, but like there's some group out there. They're like, I can't just mention like this, this ethnic group, you know what I mean? Or religious group, whatever you, you, you view it as. Um, Not and yeah, exactly. And sometimes that will still happen. Of course, the council will go down. And long term, I don't think Twitter is a is a is is a thing, right? But it's it's a little bit of shuffle right now. And we'll take we'll take the small victories here and there that we can get, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that the, of course people are still banned and stuff like that. Uh, no, I am. I'm, I'm right, banned. Exactly. I think I'm on some kind of list. Um, I've tried a couple times. I tried to get my old accounts unbanned. Absolutely not. I've no. made new ones. They're like, nope, banned immediately. I had one account last like six minutes. The other one lasted maybe two days. Oh, but they're like, and they say like, you are not allowed on Twitter. That's basically go. the email yeah. I get. Don't <laughs> try again. We hate you. Just go die somewhere. Please go away. You're oh, never man. allowed to use this place. So that's nuts. That is crazy. Yeah, exactly. As even like even you who have that is still you know slightly positive, which is which is. You know, uh, admirable. <laughs> Let me put it that way. But uh, thank you, Bill. Uh, kind of you. Very kind of you. Bill, uh, Jimmy Fallis says, uh, hello, Henrik and Jeremy. Good to see you. Congrats to you and Lana. Thank you, Jimmy Fallis. Good to see you as well. Thank you for the dono there. Glenn the Chinaman says, uh, as long as we remember that no one will come to save us, we have to do the work ourselves. Absolutely. 100%. That's it. Um, no saviors. No, no one's going to fix this for us. We have to pull this together. Absolutely true. And it's sometimes that's the hardest realization to make and it's like that it's the mental battle to realize so like oh shit you know it's like we have to we, we have to fix all this um but i think at least if you ask me the trick is to not complicate things too much you know what i mean it, sometimes it's we think that the solution is to some miraculous uh, you know combination of things that we have to do to 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 fix this thing in some cases it just as at least personally, I don't think we'll we'll ever we'll never fix this system. It's so sick. It, the the rot is too deep. It's just it's going to go down one day, yeah. uh, or, you know, or, or another sooner or later. It's going to go down. And it might never well, be smaller. It, it's so gradual and slow too, as well. I don't think yeah. there's going to be like this cataclysmic. You know, one day the power goes off no, or anything. No, no, no. I, I, it's like uh, if you if you just froze somebody and woke them up from you know put them to today from like the 50s or 60s and they're looking around and there's people doing you know banging heroin needles on the streets with vr goggles and you know just look <laughs> just go to any american city now and whoa what happened did we lose a war yeah you know like it's already gone like we so did lose a that war. perspective it's the old world it's already gone it's already fallen into into what it is now it's just a gradual you know uh decay or entropy if you will and and it's got to go back the other way. It can it can improve and it could get better, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a generation to you know just yeah. improve conditions and slowly make things better. But people got to do that by divorcing themselves from this from this system and yeah. becoming independent and yep. creating their own communities and reliant becoming self reliant because it's like uh, you know what happens when there's no more food at the grocery store. Like if you're relying on it always being there and yep. one day it isn't, you're you're toast. It's nice to have, yeah. but historically we didn't used to have all these things. No, We're the most no, no. lazy and dependent, Spoiled. you know very fragile state of civilization we are now yeah and that's not normal you know when they had the old depression in the 30s something like uh i can't remember the numbers i'm just totally pulling them out of my ass right now but it was like 70 you know the vast majority of americans were lived in rural communities farming exactly. communities and, yep and now it's the opposite now they live in cities and now there's you know much less of that and it's all owned by corporations so yeah what happens then when you're in the same situation so many unemployment spikes people lose their jobs and so on and you can't even just eat your own food anymore because you know, <laughs> everyone's going to pizza stores and grocery stores yep. or no now they're out of business so yep. we're set up for a we're set up for quite a 
quite a time here, especially with, as this war escalates. That's uh, that's not going away, obviously. No, no, definitely not. No, it's a, it's a perfect uh, concoction here of different uh, you know things in the in the in the brew, so to speak. Here that uh, and it might, as you said, it might not be the one thing that happens over overnight and and it's out. It's a gradual thing, but at some point there will be a tipping point. We're like, okay, it, it can't sustain itself anymore. Or you know, the yeah. more the more advanced and dependent the the system becomes, you know, on, on very complicated, uh, you know, sh- supply cha- chains and, and and these kinds of things, and uh, even the fertilizer issue. We've we've talked about that so much, but it's such so important, you know, these kinds of issues because we could see countries basically like all of a sudden just like shit, we don't have any food. <laughs> like we we, we right. haven't grown enough food. We don't have food now. Most countries are import. Um, you know, depend dependent on importing their food, yeah. and there's only like uh, a few countries that are like uh, net exporters. The U.S. is one of them, which of course, you know, Gates and these people are buying up a bunch of farmland, yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. The other one is Same the here. Netherlands. It's the second uh, largest uh, food exporter in the world after the U.S. And of course, they just decommissioned three thousand, or going to decommission three thousand farms over there. For uh, you know, for climate change, <laughs> it's like they yeah. want us to starve. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, food food security is going to be the biggest issue of the next ten years, I think, for most yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Let me take the uh, go, now. Go ahead and finish that thought, Jeremy. Oh, I, I can't remember now. <laughs> I had to say, but <laughs> Let me do a couple uh, of these more here. Uh, Dog Whistler says, uh, "I work in profession uh, in a profession uh, where I have." to be licensed, and already they are adding continuing education requirements regarding ESG, environment, social, and governance, yep, and a diversity inclusion classes. Soon will be you, uh, soon will be you can lose your license if I don't hold the right viewpoints per ESG. Yes, exactly, uh, Dog Whistler. Uh, it's, it's a system of conformity, and you will basically be oh, graded differently on like what was, scores you can get. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. That was what I mean. I, it's also like it's a double-edged, uh, you know, blade as as well because it is it is a, a pretty ambitious control scheme project, but that's a lot of moving parts. This is very complicated. This is a lot yeah. of a lot of things have to go right and and maintain and stay, you know, working right for this to for this to function for this to be successful. Um, that just inherently seems, you know, it's like the more complicated the machine is, and the more complicated the mechanism is, the easier it is to break down. Yes. You know, you can just throw a stick in it and it's over. You know, it's defeated yeah. by that versus something that's, you know, very simple and and easy. This is very complex and 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 intricate and sophisticated, but I don't know. I, I have I have my doubts. I have my doubts over their ability to pull this off. They wouldn't be the first people yeah. to just decide they're gonna try some big ambitious. I'll just it'll work out. You know, Somehow, like no, no, yeah. no great empire that's ever you know fallen apart or, or giant corporations, you know, made off or something. They never <clears> assumed they were going down. You know, it's like, I'll handle it. The Roman empire, it'll be fine. We'll yeah. take care of it. Yep. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and, and, and more ambitious until it falls apart. Yeah, you can't. And then, you know, you have things such as the great resignation. You have the COVID issue. You have different types of requirements, all the diversity bullshit. You, like, the, and just like the mutant, the mutant class, the, 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 you know what I mean? Like the, I have a couple of clips the later. I think, <laughs> they're just mute. They're weird mutants now. They, yeah. There's just, they're weird. They're, 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 I don't know what else to call them. Hang on to that, that thought, that, and when, when that, I play that, those clips another, later, you'll, imagine you'll see again the I mean. guy from the fifties, unfrozen today. Like we have that teacher <laughs> here in, in Ontario with the big prosthetic tits yeah. and the fake. It's like what? Yeah, mutants. We're what in happened? some it's kind mutants. of. It's like yeah. Blade Runner up here. Oh my God! A nuclear bomb went off. Everyone you know, suffered from <laughs> nuclear radiation. Radioactive uh, migrants. Are <laughs> 
The uh, the second water says, uh, hey, Henrik, I hope Lana is doing well with the newborn. Please give her my regards. Thank you so much. Yes, everybody's doing very well. Thank you for your, con uh, for your concern. We appreciate you. Uh, and uh, thank you for the uh, executive producer tears, uh, second wonder as well. By the way, we got you in rotation here today. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good to see you. Cocaine rim job here as well. Hail Henrik. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, good to see you. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to play this here. I actually haven't seen it yet, but I saw it on either it was yours or it was uh, Fairman's uh, uh, telegram here. But speaking of journalists and speaking of Canada, uh, here is a wonderful lady you have going for you up there. Let's uh, listen to this. Let's, let's look at the Queen coverage, for example, when the Queen died on CBC. But I didn't see many voices that wrote like I did who said, well, I'm glad the Queen is dead. And let me tell you why. Imagine paying for cable. And on every channel is an old dead white woman. Imagine a world where whiteness is not centered, but a foreign disease. It's not a good look for a Western upper-class white woman to answer a black African. It's amazing how fragile white peoples are. I feel culturally stalked by white people. Mastodon is too white. I was recently digitally lynched, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went through a digital lynching recently. Digitally black oh women my God. who are supposed to be subservient to whiteness. God. White people. The motherfucking caucusity is real. White Canadians didn't even bathe every day in the 1980s. White people here are aggressively white. Are there no dark-skinned people in Vancouver? <laughs> there are quite a few Mexicans. However, they aren't dark-skinned either. Do they not let people darker than pancake batter in Vancouver? I make it a point when I'm doing a story, when I'm seeking experts, I do not seek white men. White vegans have a transactional relationship with the land, which is why we have climate change. Non-black <laughs> people can perpetuate and invest in white supremacy. BIPOC people of white passing appearances have white passing privilege. White supremacists marry persons of color who uphold their white supremacy. White women know to weaponize those tears. This is racism or white supremacist. White men in Canadian <laughs> media treat black women like shit. They always set themselves up as saviors of the story of their own white supremacy. Now I really have questions for black men who date and marry white women. Like did y'all know this and you just ignore them stench? White acceptance is what many black men seek more than anything. My problem with Drake? He performs blackness like a white person co-opting blackness. White progressive spaces and white moderate oh, spaces man. are dangerous. And I wish this panel were more intersectional. That this is actually misogynoir, which is misogyny against black women. <laughs> I've been noticing the lack of joy in white Anglo culture and how white supremacy robs them of it. White parenting is causing a lot of problem. This looks like some white nationalism in a fewer social policy plan. White people always ruin our shit. There you let's, go. Let's oh, look at the queen. I'm, I'm up to here in <coughs> froth of anti-whiteness here. Who is I'm this lady? getting the idea she doesn't like white people. That kind of I, sounds I, like it, to be honest. Yes. There was a subtle vibe there that she feels a little bit aggressively, you know. <laughs> progressive aggressively white now this this panel is interesting so it's um how is it a carlton university now you have this totally insane lunatic here who is out of her mind uh, this neo-marxist imbecile who's who's probably been um elevated and and promoted her whole life because of these these idiotic uh you know uh promoted talking points you just, just go on about how much uh, the evils of white people and so on, and you'll find all kinds of sponsorships and you know people willing to you know help you out and you know elevate you and so on, and they just have this false sense of like she's some kind of faux intellectual. She thinks she's some kind of. I mean, a lot of this is even makes sense. You know, <laughs> Mastodon is too aggressively white. These are you know you flip this around. You know, you're aggressively Jewish. You know, how does that how does that going to play? If I sat there and talked about that for an hour, I'd be I wouldn't be digitally lynched. I would be lynched, lynched. I would be yeah. probably actually killed. Um, no, oh, it's it's crazy. But this whole panel here. So you've got this maniac, and you've got a couple of handpicked journalists that are you know, currently undergoing uh, you know, digital lynchings of their own. They're see they're being they're being traumatized and, and um, 
you know, words or violence and so on. People are sending them mean emails and tweets and so on and criticizing them. And yeah. in the middle there, or it's somewhere in the uh, on the panel, I think on, on the left or right, so I can't remember that is, again. Is the is the public safety minister? Oh um, no, really? So is a cabinet minister of the government, right? So this isn't just a couple of people sitting around. They're they're framing this. Uh, they're starting to lay the there he is on the far left. There, I'm not, <clears throat> again, that's part of my conditions. I'm forbidden to use the names of uh, of people in 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 criticism. Oh, I can man. say his name, but if I'm going to criticize him, I'm not Jeez. allowed. to. It's lunacy, but maybe know. I shouldn't have shown um, you this. I don't want to, <laughs> don't want to yeah, get you in trouble here. But <laughs> you, you can use, yeah, I can use nicknames though. So I call him Mental Marky. There you go. Uh, mental, oh, he's because he's he's out of his mind. But uh, that's the public safety <laughs> minister there who called me a terrorist and all my audience members terrorists and and all this. So they're there talking about this crazy nonsense to a, a bunch of people at a university to create this. Uh, they're laying the groundwork for the future narrative of, uh, you know, journalists need to be protected. They're, they're, they're yeah. subject to threats and violence and, and we can't be having people saying these kinds of things. So we're going to pass legislation probably to protect them from online hate. That's one of the, one of the, one of the objectives of these bills they're trying to get through here. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be following up soon. This isn't an accident. Right. And, um, a lot of this is coinciding at the same time. They've got all these emails targeting these journalists, and, and then this happens, and the public safety minister's there, and they're making comments. It's all coordinated. And, um, you know, he didn't just, he wasn't like out for a stroll to get a, a you know, a baguette somewhere. It was like, oh, I think I'll walk into Carleton University. And, you know, why is the public safety minister spending his time on something like this? Well, because, you know, it's, it's, it's intentional. And, uh, they're, they're working this into the, into the, uh, the zeitgeist into the social fabric of this country even more now these poor victims these poor people that have you know again caused me to be physically attacked in real life and many 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 other people not to mention the people they've coerced into getting experimental medical procedures having their jobs yeah. uh, taken away from them their educations taken away from them promoting and promulgating this this crazy uh cult-like ideology that this is the only way to do things is whatever the government says so we have thousands of healthcare workers laid off we have thousands more people in the in the pipeline to be healthcare workers that can't graduate because they didn't conform to the cult either and now they're all victims they're all going to sit around like they're victims because people are upset that they've been getting lied to and, and gaslit for the past uh not just two years but quite a while they look into it and, and they see that something's odd here and then it doesn't stop at the covid narrative and once you once you start going once you start pulling that thread or picking at that wallpaper, you find out, oh, you know what? This is a, just a whole uh, orchestra of bullshit, isn't it? This is a lot of lie. Yes, yes, it is. And um, how people like this, this uh, idiot here um, get to be, I mean, it's insulting. It's insulting to the average Canadian on the street that this is someone that we're going to give a platform to and that, yep. that is worth listening to at a university. It's, 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 a, it's a joke. Like this country has become a joke. It's in any in so many ways, not just here. The military is falling apart. The yeah. police is is falling apart. Healthcare is basically a third world country now. Um, and you know the leadership's walking around in costumes all day, and people are overdosing and 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 dying in the streets and killing themselves. And and if it's all too much for you, hey, just ask. The government will kill you anyway. Will you can just you. get government yep, assisted suicide, right. if, which is the ninth leading cause of death in Canada now. Go so. get go get a maid. A Canadian maid. That's, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I covered that story. It's just like, what really? I mean, and it's like again. I mean, here's the here's the, the new Canadian, right? Kind of thing. And 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 almost every Western country has this one. I've seen them in Sweden. I've seen them in Portugal. Obviously in the U.S. I've seen them in Spain. I've seen them in Norway. You know, what I mean, they're always there. Mm -hmm. And they just racking on the with evident the European native populationists and just like picking at them, picking at them, and blah 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 blah. blah you know, kind of thing. Um, but. One thing that's like so insane here, uh, 
is as you say. I mean, if, if, first of all, if this was, this was flipped around, but yeah. like they have they have this thing that they they have to. I'm losing my, <laughs> losing my train of thought, but it's like I, I'm trying to articulate just how absurd this is. That the the whole apparatus is like we've given up on like the the native population, the, the the Europeans that built the country. We we don't even we don't even cater to you anymore. It, it, that's what I was thinking. In Canada, it's basically like. They, they, when I said they literally want you dead, they, they'll assist old white people that they consider to be a burden on the system in killing themselves in favor of then opening up the mm. borders and bringing in tons of, yeah. you know, new populations. Let's replace all of you. Uh, let's, let, we're going to aim for the new, po- new exciting uh, demographic yeah. that's coming into our country. Uh, now they're, now they're killing old, old white people. That, yeah. That's where we're There's, at, Jeremy. It's, it's, it's like the old toys you don't want to play with anymore. You've got new ones. We've got new toys now, and these ones we're just going to get rid of. Even in that, in that commercial, there was a commercial going around for this government-sponsored, medically-assisted, you know, death, so on. And I noticed everyone in the commercial was white. Yep, that's like you know, it's rare these days. You know, which is you know they want to promote diversity and all and so on. I just found it interesting that that's one that. Just didn't pass the that, that passed the uh, the litmus test of diversity. It was fine to have all you know European people you know in a, in a commercial to just kill yourself if you consider killing yourself. You know, um, yeah. It, <laughs> it's uh, there's very little um, respect or um, just acknowledgement of of you know the, the people that live here and, and, and where we came from and, and how we got here and yeah, what they you know, our, the our ancestral homelands and yeah. stuff in, in, in Europe and yeah. everything. And it's like, it's like, it's, um, it's just something to be dismissed and like, it was never any good anyway. It's garbage. It's just, it's all horseshit. Like this, this attitude is very obviously real. Everyone can see it and, and, and see it in a lot of places. And, and how else do you explain something like this? Where would she feel comfortable? Why does she feel comfortable saying these things? And where does she get these ideas to, to say that, oh, it's not a mainstream idea. It very much is. It's being taught. This is, as you can see on the screen, a university. This person is speaking at a university, which is supposed to be our centers of higher learning and, and um, you know, uh, building the, the thinkers and, and leaders of tomorrow. And you've got this imbecile up here, this maniac, uh, just saying, you know, why don't you just tell us how you really feel? Let's just get rid of all the white people and everything will be fine, I guess. It's nuts. It's complete nonsense. Yeah. And, um it just—it's like a cult. There's, there's this, this—they, they, they climb over each other to, to appease it or something like this. You know, got the public safety minister there on the left, like, like you're a white guy. I presume your family and children and so on are. And this person sitting here saying all these things and that doesn't offend you. No, like, what if would it be the other way around? Would yep. it be okay? Obviously not. But, but you're expected to just sit there and, and quietly, like, you know, shame. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. The, I'm a piece the, of the, shit. The horse no, of the system. Absolutely not. You know, the, the, absolutely not. No. They're the whores of the system. They just they take whatever they need to at that time to benefit, to get ahead, to get some money, to get some power, to get whatever it is that they need to get. You know what I mean? Uh, it's sickening. And, that, and that's what's happening, uh, all, as I said, all over the West, basically. And uh, we talked about the banking thing. Let me let me go to this one here. I wanted to mention BitChute. Some people wrote to me, too, an email. And thank you guys for, for uh, bringing that to my attention. But I saw when we were uploading some of the uh, BitChute videos uh, that they had a little note underneath, and apparently they're being banned by let me yeah. say what HSBC. Is that a yeah. is that an American bank? What what? A, I think it's British, but it's yeah, British. they're they're yeah, debanked now. Yeah. Um, is this theft? Banks won't give us our money. Uh, two years ago, BitChute became the target of an activist group that attempted to shut down, uh, shut us down by pressuring our suppliers. As a, as a result, we lost some server server hosting, our office spaces, and other suppliers. 
We also lost our bank account with HSBC, a bank account that we've held in good standing and without any issues since we launched in 2017. We initially tried to open a new account with a different bank and transfer our money. However, the new bank rejected us as the funds had reached, uh, just as the funds had reached them. Our money was returned to HSBC, but we could no longer access it. Even today, we still have not re retrieved our money from HSBC. In 2021, after failing to get a resolution through the HSBC complaints process, we requested arbitration through the UK's banking ombudsman. Thank you, Sweden, for uh, give, giving us the ombudsman. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we were informed for, uh, of a long wait due to COVID, of course. Yeah, that's right. Which had resulted in many, what is it? Oh, there is. Many bank-related problems for businesses. It would not be until November 2022 our case would be assigned. And, of course, long story short, uh, they did not get the money. It happened again. The, the, there's all these boards and things like, oh, you can complain over here. We did the same thing. We had our bank account shut yeah. down. There was some, age, you know, some government branch yeah. here in the U.S. They're like, oh, right. I forget. I even forget their name now. This is a few years ago. I'll write to them and they'll take up your case and stuff. And the bank was just like, no, fuck you. You don't. We, we don't know you. Any <laughs> no explanations. No nothing. That was basically. It. And they, and they were Go powerless, fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> basically. <laughs> well, I mean, at least we could take the money out, but like still. The, the the damage yeah. they can do by putting on you on like reputational risk lists and shit like that mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you can't like do business with any mainstream big bank you know what i mean yeah. oh my god it, you know the key to the key to survival i think is uh well the pattern recognition is is a good marker of intelligence uh people that can read patterns and that's how they we tested for it in in the army and stuff anyway and i think that's always you know like, like uh, i was thinking about this in regards to hockey players and stuff the other day since i'm yeah. canadian they, they say someone has a great hockey iq because they're good at reading the read, reading the rink and reading reading the patterns of you know the best hockey players are not uh, they don't chase the puck they go where the puck is going to be going they to know be. where yeah. it's likely to end up and Gretzky. they get ahead of it so yep. where is this puck going uh <laughs> you know try to start positioning yourselves to have um you know ways to insulate yourself from from this happening if it's you know get multiple banks just flood the rink with uh, with the trannies uh <clears throat> jeremy the, uh, the, wherever the puck go there will be a tranny there to, to, <laughs> there to could see. be there could be oh man did, that's a whole you, other did, did you see nhl's no. nhl's uh fucking uh bullshit oh. about the the woke shit that they're starting to i didn't mean to derail you were getting getting yeah. somewhere but i just couldn't help myself the whole nhl thing and just like hockey is like the one thing right we've we've kind of had we've been still had hockey yeah. you know what i mean like europe as europeans we yeah. have like in canada is like the widest yeah, the widest sport sweden is like religiously hockey fanatical i played yeah. for many many yeah. years I'm, I'm taking my oldest son right now and it's a lot of fun and then this whole thing around it this circus of just like si virtue signaling and yeah. like lgbtq yeah. and apparently with some woman who thinks she's a man they were playing in some some tranny league in Wisconsin, oh, yes. and she was like horribly like injured yep. because a, a, a yep. male to female yep. tackled her. That was that was one of my last tweets on my one day Twitter account that I oh, had. I said, you know what? I'm I'm gr that's great. I for one am am so tired of seeing women. <laughs> Uh, not be able to play in the NFL. I want to see a 120-pound woman get run over by someone like Ray Lewis. It's not equality until women are getting brain damaged and killed on the field of NFL games. There should be equality. We should have. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Here it is. You know? Shocking. Like, let's, who, who thought this was a good idea? Well, have these monsters, these guys skating around, playing with, uh, you know, in, in a robust physical sport, 
against people half their size and, and be oh, shocked that anything's God. gone wrong. Well, if again, you identify as a linebacker, that's you just it. Exactly. Yeah, you no know, no difference. Shocking moment. Female to male transgender ice hockey player is tackled to the ground and concussed. Is that what it's, I knew, didn't know that was a word. Concussed by a much larger male to female rival. <laughs> controversial <laughs> NHL backed tournament. Do we have the. Uh, oh, look at that. Holy moly. Look. Will you look at that? There we go. Here's uh, here's where the hockey league is going. <laughs> this is it. Very nice. All right. Do we have the video? Yes. <laughs> That was it? Yeah. That was it? So, play that again. I didn't oh see what happened. Oh, my God. He just... <laughs> Fragile. Oh, oh, come on. Really? Are they making this up? This is... That was like nothing. Let me see. No, it's... He's like grabbing... Her... Well, it is grabbing... Tripped and, it. tripped and fell is what happened. Yeah. But... All right. There you go. Concussed, I guess, as the result. <clears throat> Right, regardless, well, we're, we're all, I mean, regardless, all, the risk, yeah. the danger is clearly there. I mean, that's why, that's why we have weight classes in in fighting and in yeah. physical combat sports. You know, which hockey is could be. I mean, it's not a game for. Uh, I mean, you could get run over by a guy. You know, back in when I used to, I haven't even watched a hockey game in years. I it just, you know, it's the the Roman circus has just lost its appeal to me. Yeah, I, I um, yeah. right. But uh, yeah. you know, it's something like Chris Pronger or something. Some guys like six four, six five, and two hundred and seventy pounds are just like you'll will cr- kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, that's part oh, of yeah. the game. Yep. Uh, you know, that's why we don't let someone who's one hundred and sixty five pounds fight against a guy that's two hundred and fifty pounds because it's incredibly dangerous. You know, and, yeah. and unfair, and and so on. So, you know, that's it. The saying it, it, it's to, to promote, you know, it's good for you know equality and inclusion. I'm about you know having the. How about the not having women killed? Um, <laughs> would be, is a good policy? I, well, I think women. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actual. You know, there's women and then there's men, and there's nothing. I don't subscribe to the rest of this. You're never going to get me with this. I don't care what nonsense, oh, gobbledygook comedies nonsense you've made up. I don't. Oh, yeah. I can see there's clearly there's there's one thing and there's the other thing. That's it. I've yet to encounter a third set of genitalia, <laughs> but hopefully uh, soon. Give him time. Uh, the NHL is proud to support this past weekend's team trans draft tournament in Middleton, Wisconsin. This was the first tournament comprised entirely of transgender and non-binary players with around 80 folks participating. Hashtag hockey is for everyone. Hashtag NHL pride. Well, it turned out great, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> it very, we're all very proud of, of how this went yeah. down. Yeah. Well, uh, hockey but, is for everyone, but having, you know, small females and children playing against grown men is probably not a good idea. You know, that's why you don't see these people being like, I want feminists. We want equality. Like, why can't I play on the, on the, you know, Detroit lions? Well, well, cause you'll die, honey. That's, yep, that's why. Exactly. <laughs> that's oh why. my God. I think soon enough, they'll just ban anything in real life that actually could potentially cause any kind of, you know, danger to the physical body or something. Yeah. And it will be th- this, VR headset th- th- games, you know? This is an official NHL tweet, is it? Yep. So they're just towing towing the, the party line. It's it's this, oh, it's a it's a pandemic of cowardice to allow to 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 be browbeaten and and uh, coerced into just agree like kneeling and kissing the ring is what this is. You yeah. know, showing like I'm a I'm a I'm a good obeyer. I'm a good uh, I'm a good rule follower. This isn't the words of the NHL. Yeah. This is the words of of some uh, think tank somewhere. That's being repeated, you know, verbatim all over the place. I've seen this. I don't know how many times. Non-binary identity is real. Is that, you're, what, you're a sports league. 
You're a they sports used to be. league. They used to be, yeah. But now it's a political entity. And it's like, just, you just repeating some bullshit is not going to make it so. It's, it's this like mantra, the trans, the, the talismanic repetition process of just repeat it enough times and people will make, you know start to believe it, right? That's what it's about. Well, and and they, they threaten people with, uh, you know, they'll deplatform you, they'll take your job, your career, or whatever. And it's just, yeah. they're willing they're willing to ignore reality, ob, like measurable reality to, out, of, out of fear of, of being other. They don't want anybody to point a finger at them and say, oh, you didn't, you did a bad thing. You're not a very good guy. You did the wrong thing over there. <laughs> and then they'll, you know, so they, oh, I don't want that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to allow this circus to continue to no end. Where does it end? How far it do we go end. with it, this? That's do what's we, so fun do, about uh, it. We do, no I, I, well, for later on, you know, my own stream, I think I have one of these tweets somewhere. Where, who was this? I, maybe I lost it, but <laughs> they're basically arguing that, uh, you know, pedophilia is a, is a sexual orientation. Yeah, I think exactly. I, yeah. Well, maybe we, uh, I have, these, these are some of the clips I had on like the mutants, right? There that I mentioned earlier. I do want to yeah. play a few of those. just like how bad it is out there. It's kind of funny. Or at the same time, it's funny because it's like, you know, this is yeah. a, this is such a clown show, but uh, let me do a couple of these real quick, and then we can play a couple of those videos. Our dog whistler says, congrats on the baby. Hey, I heard the lame duck Congress is trying to pass legislation to help journalism's model on the Canadian system. Help to, uh, yeah. to help journalism model. Oh, model on the Canadian. Yes, yeah, basically like what we have in Sweden too, right? The state funded, like here's, here's money right here. Do, yeah. do, you know, be, be our uh, enforcer. Here's a bunch of money. That, that's it's that way in in Sweden too, state-sanctioned media. Yeah, they they get uh, allowances from the government. Is that the right yeah, term? They, they get um, aid, yeah. basically, right? Yeah, Canada is the same way. All of our uh, most of most of our media is, is state-funded now, especially yeah. the, the CBC, the Communist Broadcasting Corporation, is all state-funded, and it, they they need bailouts every year. If it wasn't for that, they would be out of business already. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, the second wanderer says, uh, so by her logic, I think this is talking about the Canadian journalist there earlier, uh, she's also a white supremacist by wearing that white sweater, LOL. Well, you know, that's always the thing, too. It's a good point to make. But everything these people surround themselves, for the most part, of like come from the Europe minds of European people, and they're enjoying you know, the benefits of that, and they're living in these colonialist, uh, you know, all the stuff that came out from colonialism and stuff. And, and we've said many times, like, if you don't believe in that, Truly reject uh, colonialism and 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 remove from your life everything that uh, come from the Europeans and let's see what what, what, well, know, they, what state you're they in. Like, they like they're they're also very comfortable attacking thing attacking people that have been dead for three hundred years mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. pulling down statues of people that have been dead for two hundred years and saying we're against racism and colonization and oppression of native peoples and but right on How, have you seen Israel? Let, let's right. let's deal with a problem that's happening right now today. Yeah, this this minute probably somebody's being bulldozed in their house as I speak this words right now. Yeah, um, but that's a real that's a real situation with living opponents and, and enemies that would you know destroy your life for for speaking out against them. So not gonna we're gonna focus on the statue of the guy that's been yeah. dead for three hundred years because yep. he can't fight back and he can't hurt us because we're heroes and we're very courageous champions of the of the uh, you know oppressed. That's why we always talk about Palestine, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly. It's it's an easy target, and and the people they're attacking too are not fighting back. They don't have you know we don't have the ADLs and you know shit like that. You know what I mean? Or S SPLCs. They, you know, if we, if we did, they probably wouldn't go after us as much potentially. You know, well, they're they're funding all the same you know institutions here in Canada. They're all yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, allegedly, I've seen some things. We're working on that, but uh, I don't. I think it's uh, fair to say it's quite likely there's some there's a lot of back and forth and assistance going on that they're you know funding people oh, yeah. up here 
Absolutely. And you've got, uh, I really like the, the green black quote was really hilarious where he's like, if we, if we don't destroy Kanye, people will find out we have, we have the ultimate power to destroy people. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's he's saying, he's saying we could destroy people, which isn't true. So we have to destroy them. To prove gonna, that it's we're going to use our disproportionate power and influence to, uh, to yeah, prove to people that like, we do not have disproportionate power and influence. Yeah. Lycan Warrior yeah. says, uh, damn, I loved watching hockey slash NHL for so many years. This hurts. Not going to lie. Yeah, well, it's you got to rip that bandaid off, man, because it's all AIDS yeah. at this point. It's fucking AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it yeah. off. Uh, you can still you can yeah. still enjoy hockey. You can play hockey uh, if you have kids. Take your hockey to go. You know, take them to play hockey. Yeah. You can do stuff like that. There's some minor league stuff. Maybe that's still somewhat okay. Maybe less AIDS in the, those kinds <laughs> of you know settings. But you know, it's painful to watch. Even the like the video games, like everything now. It's everything. Like- you can't enjoy anything without like, and now a message from our, you know, social programming. It's like, yeah, remember, Black Lives people. Matter and George Floyd and give all your money to Ukraine. <laughs> like everything is politicized now. You can't even enjoy sport. Like, yeah. I, why, why don't we just get Zelensky to sing the national anthem before you start the hockey game already, for God's sakes, and get it over with. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, INM says, uh, thank you for everything. Thank you. Appreciate you as well. There's Sharusker says, uh, congratulations uh, for your daughter, Henrik. Thank you. We are approaching the special season for our pe- people, and we should also think about positive things in life. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. This is, uh, I, we always come back to that of, of mention the things that we can do, that we should do, and kind of normalize and stuff like that, too. Uh, our job is also part of showing you just what a circus it is out there to motivate you to like, all right, it's time to <laughs> time to get out. Like l- l- yeah. making you lose hope in like all the things that exist in the mainstream <laughs> as a motivating yeah. factor for you to like starting yeah. pulling out and doing stuff in yeah. stuff in real life. It's a that's it's good, a crucial know? it's a crucial service that I don't think people really appreciate. Like, imagine not having any of this. There is no alternative media. There's no alternative anything. You have all these people out there think, that feel this way, that are isolated and alone, and that's what they want. They want you isolated, alone, depressed, and medicated, and, and then eradicated. Yeah. Um, having a, having a, a peer group or society or, or you know, even just listening to people that, you know, feel as though that you're, you're, on, you're in the same wavelength, at least, it makes, you know, helps people survive, and, and that's something they're also trying to take away. You're not even allowed to have, you're not even allowed to, like, who's hurting anybody? Like, are you, are you over there? Are you killing people by, by doing your, your show? I don't think so. Um, but they won't let you even have that. They'll, you know, debank you and, and, and take all your, um, methods to reach your audience away as much as possible just because uh they won't even allow you to have that they they literally don't want us to exist no that's right and, you know and then you can have these organizations such as hsbc to shut the shuts out a, a bit shoot and the alternative do have that we that we still can use to communicate on and get our messages out and break down their propaganda and help educate people and help to wake people up and stuff like that those organizations, in turn, can go on and launder money for the Mexican drug cartel. <laughs> they yeah. paid a 1.9 billion fine recently, uh, and of course, it's the same thing with the big pharma. Really, just like, eh, we killed you know a thousand, two thousand people here with this new drug or whatever it's launched. We'll pay four, you know, four billion in fines to the U.S. government, and then they can just roll on as usual. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine us like killing people and then just like, yeah. oh, no, you're fine. Just give us a little bit of yeah. your money and you can keep so going. You know? I mean, that's that's Bitshoot's bank. So Bitshoot's no good, but the Mexican drug cartel is fine. <laughs> that's just it. There you go. Oh, my God. All right. So let me, let me let's play a couple of these here. Um, yeah, we have more. We don't have to go into this. U.S. is sending now the Patriot missile defense system to Ukraine. Oh, great. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole energy thing is hinged on this, right? So the, like we... We have to shut off our power, you know, for for Ukraine and all that stuff. We've seen that. Here's one story. It's in Swedish here, but I'll uh, translate as we go. Um, cool. A landlord had sent sent out 
hour, a, a water-resistant hourglass that's timed to four minutes that people are supposed to have in a city in Sweden called uh, Kallstad, well, um, I think it was Kallstad, it's like southeastern Sweden, uh, which says that they, they can only shower for ma- a maximum amount of four minutes. And those are the kinds of things that you start seeing happening right now. And that someone has done the math on this and say, like, if we just can make them shower for four minutes, we save, you know, X amounts of billions each year. And then we can, you know, take that money and still uh, use it for other stuff. You know what I mean? Who's enforcing this? this so this is a, a, a gov- uh, was a government uh, run shower. Like, landlord. Shower police. Yeah, shower, shower police. police. Yeah, it's a, it's a landlord that's telling its tenants, basically, you can only shower for four minutes, at least in a hot shower. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that, that's where we're at right now. But it's all for Ukraine. You know what I mean? Slava well, it's Ukraine. yeah, it's because they made terrible fucking choices with their energy policies and probably should have listened to Trump years ago when he said your dependence on Russian energy is going to come back to bite you. And now it is. And they've, you know, yeah, uh, turn the gas off and, you know, bomb the living hell out of all the infrastructure targets in Ukraine. And they're all going to freeze to death. And much of Europe is going to have a pretty cold winter, uh, it looks like, which is it's not even and not even this winter. Allegedly, it's like they have some reserves now that they managed to buy mm-hmm. up a bunch of liquid uh, natural gas and stuff like that. But 2023, uh, 2024, because none of that like new infrastructure that was lost because of like bombing Nord Stream. You know what I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, been right. Made up for it, you know what I mean? So. We don't, now is fairly okay. I mean, prices are skyrocketing, and it's insane. But it's fairly okay in terms of like at least the amount of uh, of gas yeah. that's existed in existence in Europe. Yeah. But next year, next winter, no, that's when the real problem might start. Actually, the, the level of these crimes is is so hard to grasp and, and digest. Like uh, like you said, the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline, which was again Western NATO forces did that. There's tons yeah. of evidence to oh, suggest yeah. that that's the case, which is an act of war, and it. That we're running around our 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 so-called leaders and so on are are deliberately doing everything in their power. It seems like to provoke a, a war, a, a wider war with the Russian Federation, which could definitely spiral. It will spiral. A lot of people are going to die, and uh, that's fine. Every, everyone's fine with that. And at the same time, you know, we're like we got to get the guns off the streets to save lives. Meanwhile, uh, we're going to release the the biggest arms dealer in history. And we're going to ship more weapons and guns to people all over the country more than ever. We're going to we're going to empty our, our, our weapons reserve. We're going to we're going to do everything we can to provoke uh, a, a large scale uh, war with a with a major world power because we're all about we're all about peace and, and tolerance and so on. It's insane, and and uh, it, the hypocrisy levels are just it, it's mind blowing. It's uh, it's not a, a it's not surprising to me that so many people just check out. So many young men, especially, just check out of the system because it's like. This is too much. It's too insane. It's too devoid of logic or reason or honor or anything resembling human dignity. Like, just being alive today is a struggle <laughs> for a lot of guys. And now it's going to come to this. We're going to have another war, and they're going to say, oh, you know, Russian aggression and, and all this and that. And they're going to try and recruit all these people. Poland, I saw, is looking to recruit uh, 200,000 people next year or, you know, give them some kind of bare, you know, minimum, minimal training and some kind of draft. They probably won't be the last country. Like all signs point to this is going to escalate to a much more deadly, uh, situation. And I mean, that's, there's not really much you can do. Just get out of the way, but I'll, I'll be trying as much as possible to convince people to not yeah, get involved. I'll probably, I'll even go course. outside recruiting centers and be like, don't go in there. Yeah. 
Yep. Don't go in there. I, I, I did this already. I did 14 and a half years of this nonsense and tons of my guys are in the ground now and they're still killing themselves all the time. And for what? For, for absolutely nothing. For absolute no. dog shit bullshit. Can, can you imagine like as all those other things are happening, now you're even expecting, well, 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 I mean, we'll see. Well, look, it might not escalate to that, but it's, it certainly looks like they want to have like a major conflict in Europe again between, of course, yeah. European nations and like, well, yeah, let's, great idea. Let's have more white men killing each other. That's, that's definitely going to solve the let's, issue here, you know? Let's, let's engage nuclear armed countries. Let's, <laughs> let's that's a great idea. We're run, we're run by lunatics. I mean, complete maniacs and lunatics. And I, and the, the fright before you move on to that too. The, the yeah. other thing that bothers me is that the the first places these uh, a lot of these vaccines and stuff were made, made sure they got delivered to was the militaries, militaries, police forces, and critical infrastructure mm -hmm. like healthcare. Um, did China do any of that? Did Russia do any of that? Like, what do we really know about what's going on here? You know, we, we know where it came from, and uh, you know the the military situation in Canada is horrible. It's uh, basically on the verge of collapse. It doesn't look good in the United States either. The attrition rates are through the roof. There's no healthy people left to recruit. Um, so if I was, you know, wanting to defeat NATO in the United States in a war, that would be one way to do it. You know, I can bleed them out financially. I can, you know, fight them without without firing a shot. Um, and and it's it's looking like uh, it's not looking good. You no. know, uh, we're getting weaker every day. Yeah, and at the end of the day, maybe that is a good thing. You know, I mean, let 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 it just rot, let it just collapse. You know, what I mean, and capable and able men will have to just, you know, not even pick up the pieces, but like start laying the bricks from the ground up again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just get out of the way. Just get out just of get it. Out like, of the stop way. Yeah, just you know, get signing out. up to yeah. these military. Yeah, just yeah, like course. let him go. You yep. want to go be an idiot and go? Yeah, go ahead. Go get killed in some dirt hole in Eastern Europe that nobody knows the name of for reasons that no one can explain or understand. Yeah, I'll stay here with my family and friends and children and so on, and and you know. Help and protect them here. Um, no Russian has ever, you know, threatened me or hurt me or anything like that. All the all the enemies I've made in this life that have made my life worse and made the lives of my, you know, friends and family worse and hurt people. They all live uh, here where I live. So yeah, yep, exactly. All right, let, let's play a couple of these uh, clips. I know if you if you need to bail out early, Jeremy, because you're getting set up for your show as well. Just let me know, okay? Yep, I got another fifteen. Okay, 15, cool. Um, yeah. So let's play some of these uh, more lunatic stuff that's happened uh, recently. We're just like right out in the open now. They're just like, I mean, it's not news that they want to diddle the kids. They've been trying to do this for, for for a very long time, but it's just become more and more normalized, right? Right out in the open, normalizing pedophilia, normalizing yeah. mutilating kids, normalizing getting them to uh, perform sex, uh, you know, reassess, uh, you know, mutilation surgery and stuff like that. And usually, it's mm -hmm. doing it behind the backs of the parents or like not telling the actual people that do have responsibility for these kids. So here's a, a lunatic during a house hearing on anti-LGBTQ violence. We're saying that parents have no right to know if their kids are going through sex changes and that the age of consent, um, in reference to her nonprofit organization, Inside Out YS, I guess they, they're no longer on Twitter, used to be handled there. Uh, they they are it's it's being used to transition children 12 years of age. Listen to this here. Is safe and protected. We have uh, we are constantly filing reports of abuse and neglect because of parents. I, I understand not the cases of, of it sounds are. like you're deflecting the question a little bit. Uh, I understand cases of abuse. There's laws to protect the abuse. I mean, schools actually are legally obligated to report cases of abuse. What? Same for churches and, and the like. Anyone who deals with young people, but uh, you know. Do parents have a right? Should they be informed about what's going on? Do they have a right to know what's going on in their kids' lives? So I think, again, 
those of us who are protecting and supporting young people are there and trusted with the information of the things that they are dealing with. In terms of parents' rights to know at schools, I mean, here in Colorado, parents don't have the right. If a young person is questioning their gender or their sexuality, there okay. are laws in place that say that they have the right to process that with their trusted counselor. So, so you do, and so oh, well, well, then. You do yep. a significant amount of your work with kids even starting at age 13. Yeah. Uh, what what would be the age of consent then in your in your mind? Uh, in our community, the age of consent to mental health therapy is 12 years old. So we have laws that, that enable this- young people to connect with trusted adults who can support trusted them. adults. Here, kids, do you want to you want to change your sex and come to come over here? Why don't you join this come over here? Here. Come over here and sit next to Uncle Harvey, <laughs> trusted adult. You want to be in show business? Oh, uh, just right out in the open now, right out in the open. And this is a hearing. Okay, proudly, just like no, no, no. Of course, they don't here here in this state. They don't have any rights to know what's going on. And and we're going to be manipulating these kids. You know, I mean, to confuse them into thinking that chopping off their genitals, getting a gash between your legs, is the way to go. That that'll make you feel better. It's so crazy. It, it, it's hard to wrap your head around it. And, and like, why can't they vote? Can they smoke cigarettes and drink nope. and drive cars nope. when they're 12? No, because we understand that you're not at the mental, you're not the age that have the, the mental faculties and, 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 you know, computational ability to understand what you're even doing with your own life. You don't get to vote or drink or do any, make any of these decisions until you're, of, you know, you're, you're developed now. Okay. Now you're reasonably, we, we have these social norms that now you're an adult. You're done developing. You're now you're on your own. You're you know basically you've, you're you're emancipated now. You know you're you're free to make these decisions. But not you can't do any of this when you're 12. But you can get life altering surgery, which, which can never be. Fit. We're not talking about getting a, not even a tattoo. That used to be controversial, right? Remember, imagine yeah. can you tattoo a 12 year old? They could probably like go to jail a, for a, that. A piercing they can cut, or something. But you can cut your that? dick off. Yeah, no, that's we can't fine. Give you a tattoo. We yeah. can't. Uh, nope. you, you can't do any of this other stuff. But we can. We can uh, just totally ruin your body. Just inject you with hormones and just do all kinds of stuff. And um, you know, introduce them to a lifestyle that has an over fifty percent suicide attempt rate. Yep. These people that engage in this and, and go down this path, over fifty percent of them will attempt suicide at some stage. That is very, very high. So to say this is about. Uh, help why would you why you know it the whole thing is 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 lunacy and i it really angers obviously a lot of people you know not just us but that that this is treated with any degree of um credibility yeah like it's like like these people are oh well let's let's hear from the the gender transition activists for children like why why is this person allowed in the building this is a crazy person this is an insane person who this is like a like just look at her mandalay wannabe like i'm just gonna start cutting people apart and doing all kinds of things and why not 12 why not 10 why not eight that's why not five yeah where is it why why at 12 what's the reason for that is there any logic is there any like oh let's let's think at a certain process at 12 no of course not it's just absolute nonsense and garbage and they basically just want to ruin other scientists well yeah other scientists will even say you know like you could you should even smoke marijuana until you're 25 because of the way that it uh can affect your brain development uh, if you're a man especially so Obviously, I thought we understood that, uh, especially the younger younger people, 12 years old, certainly, or up to 18, 20, 25, um, anything you do that's introducing chemicals and stuff into your, into your, in your body is going to have long-term effects. It can have very long-term, perhaps irreversible effects. Yeah. So we won't even allow them to do this. We, you can't smoke weed when you're 12. You can't do any of these things. You want to give them fentanyl? Why not? 
but this we can do. We'll, we'll, we'll pump them full of testosterone or, or estrogen or something and, and do irreversible surgeries. And then what happens if they change their mind? Because I mean, who, who knows what they're doing when they're 12 or 13 or 14? Like I didn't even, I don't even feel like I knew what the hell I was doing until I was 25. You know, <laughs> not that I was gender confused, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. you're not really, you're, you're not able to make this is a monumental huge huge oh, thing to forever do. Al al life altering and they try to claim no you it's reversible and all this like no it's, it's not. not if you start on that awesome. like you're ruined for life you know what i mean yeah. uh, it, it's so evil it's beyond evil right let's play this yeah. one here too here's here's more of this like yeah but, but, you know it, when they say inclusion it's just what the only thing left to include is like the pedophiles you know what i mean and, and there you could argue there already are the whole the whole thing is well, that, but, that's that's what they say the plus is you know, yeah the exactly the plus, plus. Yeah, like, yeah. what is the plus it's everything else <laughs> that it could be so here here is another one right uh, katie porter uh, a democrat says pedophilia isn't a crime it's an identity here here, here we go right you know, this allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, <laughs> their sexual orientation, their gender identity. Um, so this is clearly prohibited under Twitter's content, yet you found hundreds of these posts on the platform. Your team filed complaints about these posts, correct? Yes. And how often did Twitter act to take down these posts, which violated its own content policy? Very rarely. So uh, I don't know about the rest there, but the point <laughs> the point is that what, what's important is the, the, what she's saying in the beginning there, right? Where that's just an identity now, pedophilia. Like yeah, it's not a crime. I, I like that it's, uh, yeah, it's just anti-LGBTQ violence. <sighs> so Twitter is violence or, or, you know, messages you don't like on the internet is violence now. <sighs> and now and, and normal it's they're just a criminal for some reason because of their identity well yes because pedophilia is very illegal it's a very abhorrent disgusting grotesque behavior it's you, probably the worst i struggle to think of anything that's worse than no, that it is it is the worst it's absolutely i the think worst i think thing, yeah. dracula looks down on pedophiles you know he's like oh girl, well, he, he even had good reasons there's no reason to diddle kids you know what i mean yeah it's like <laughs> beyond you like you're some like oh demented. murder them sure i'll drink their blood okay but what are you doing screwing them that's crazy you know i'm dracula i can't even be seen to the you know. no it's <laughs> you know you have to have very like rigid like you know punishment in place where basically like if you just inch into this area like there will be major risk to your physical yeah. you know body you it's, know like you'll almost, be you'll be uh, hung out in the media first of all and then you like uh, you'll be flawed you know let's say you didn't do something but you were like about to or something you're you should be flogged publicly <laughs> so like so this never happens again you know what i mean pedophilia is out of control now like it's, it's everywhere it's wild and and it was all over twitter as well and it's crazy exactly, that they can yeah. just shift the uh, they can normalize this like everything else becomes uh, normalized almost. by comparison yeah they can normalize this extreme kind of behavior and they're and they're focused on the rights and the feelings of of the pedophile of the of what do they call them, the yeah. minor attracted persons ped Maps. pedophiles yep. um which is crazy backwards uh why are you not focused on the fact that um, children are being victimized by people like this. Like you have to choose, you, you can't, uh, protect everyone. It's, it's, so you're willing to listen to these people and, and have them explain, well, it's my identity. That's how I identify. And so that's nice. Um, you've destroyed people like people that are molested as, as children, like their, their sexual assault, you know, victims, pedophile, uh, victims of pedophilia and molestation and so on have 
very bad outcomes typically uh, in life. They things don't go well for them. It's a pretty traumatic. You know, imagine having like, that kind of traumatic experience at that young age. It, it's going to cause you some problems. Oh, yeah. So that's it's it's a very obviously a heinous crime. It's one of the worst crimes that there is, if not the worst crime that there is. I, I think. And, they, oh, and this, these people yeah. have elected to defend this and approach it like like there's no they've run out of woke edgy things to defend. So now it's like, well, let's defend pedophile. No, defend the children that are being victimized by these uh, by these monsters. Yeah. And and also that there isn't a billion dollar uh, human sex trafficking uh, industry that exists. It very much does. Um, I don't see these people saying, where's the list of Epstein's clients? Nope, like, where, where's the, when are we going to get into that? Like, Because yeah. he apparently trafficked children to no one. It was just yeah. Who's it was the a theme park of robots or something. I know who's the clientele. Yeah, the the trans thing too. By the way, the the way they've spun this, which is this typical legalese, uh, you know, you know, sloganeering type shit that they're pushing, is that no, we're saving lives by doing this. By by you know, have you heard that? It's like no, they'll commit suicide if you don't, uh, you know, chop off the ki these kids' genitals. And so we have to guide them through the process. And they try to argue for the longest time there's this rigid process and all these things. Even if it was, that's like complete bullshit anyway. But now it's like this just rushed yeah. pipeline. Like oh, you're a little bit yeah. confused. Here you go. Here's the hormones. Oh, you're, is, you're ready. Here we now we're chopping it off. You know, it's like yeah. three is, months later. So if, if this is, as they would have you believe, this is just how people are. They've just been oppressed for so many years, all of this community of people. Where are they? Where are they in history? Where are they in other cultures? Where are they in other, other countries? And other they, Nowhere. This is a brand new, modern, contemporary phenomenon. Um, I think you, you did see some of it in, uh, what was the name? Camille, Camille Paglia, I think, talked about this a long time ago. Uh, the end of the, like the Roman Empire and the Greek Empire, things kind of became you know gender fluidy, kind of just weird sexual degeneracy kind of kind of took hold towards the end as you said you could see that in the paintings and the artwork and the statues and so on uh things started to becoming effeminate and in you know and in, in that in that vein of uh artistic expression compared to the you know at the height of its power is all very hyper masculine and 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 so on but th this isn't it's like they, we have no memory like i remember being alive in the 90s uh, you know and i can read and see things from the other decades and other eras and i don't like why all of a sudden they act as though this has always this has always been here with us and there's always been uh all this issue it's not this was basically uh you know bubbled up in the last 10 years really i remember when yeah. it was it looked at as a joke like there's not going to be there's not going to be uh you know transgender bathrooms right where there's going to be anybody can just go that that was a joke now it's you know, you'll get a, you'll go to jail, you get a ticket or something. You have your building closed if you don't have one. <laughs> you know, it's uh, there's no line anymore. It's just any anything goes. We'll just, yeah, we'll just go all the way. That was it. That that's how they did it. That's how they they just slowly erased that. I mean, it's quite abruptly, frankly, but it was it was a tippy toe kind of tactic. You know, eventually it was just there, right? Yeah, and it's, you could, they act like, like yeah. people aren't open to suggestion, and I, I don't know what the what this means, but I, I do know that the statistics will say well, people are just more likely to admit it now or talk about it openly. I, I don't think that's true. I think people are s suggestible. I think the proliferation of free pornography has really done a ton of damage to people's sexual identity and what they perceive as normal and, and you know, hyper uh, va consuming a lot of this uh, stuff is definitely not good for them. You got young kids, 10, 12, 13 year old kids are watching hardcore porn all day, Yeah, um, uh, it, which shouldn't insane. be illegal. It should, it, it should be at, should at the be very illegal. minimum, yeah. you should have to pay for it. Right, because ten-year-olds don't have credit cards, so that's one way to mitigate that. But for some reason, yeah, no, uh, they just need to stop. You no, know, it. it's out there. It, it, and, it's uh, it's, pro it's provable how physically and mentally damaging this is. There's endless amounts of research how harmful mm -hmm. this is. Like, if they can't buy, buy cigarettes, they should be nowhere near right. pornography. I mean, no, right. no, 
no chance. You know what I mean? So I, I, I wonder, and this is just, a, I just, I don't know, but I'm just curious is, as, is there a correlation between the proliferation of online All free of it, access, yeah. anything oh, yeah. goes pornography yep. and the amount of people that are self-identifying and saying like, I'm on the spectrum of like, whatever it is, because it was in the seventies, eighties, it was a tiny, a fraction, one, two percent of the population would, would say that they're, you know, part of this community. Now it's like something like under the age of 21 or 23, like 40 something or nearly 50% of, of, uh, of people identify as, as some kind of LGBT. And I wonder, plus. and that's an interesting number. I wonder if that's real too, though, you know, when, it, when, it, right. when it really yeah. comes down to it, it could be a lot of yeah. like, they just want to fit in. They also want to be cool and all that stuff. But regardless, I mean, it is, they, the point is they are managing to destroy young people's lives. They'll never go mm -hmm. on to have children. Yeah. They've forever wrecked their physical and mental you know, state. And uh, and again, it's just one of these like this crab mentality where they're just like they want to drag down <laughs> yeah. as many with yeah. them as possible down into the, yeah. the hole. Like, you know? like, oh, kids are smart. They know what to do. They know how to make choices. When I was a kid that age, you know what we were doing? We were, <laughs> do you remember Pog? Did you have Pog in Sweden? We I thought it was so. a good idea. We would spend our money and hit little wooden discs with a with a bigger uh, disc, and they would flip over, and we would win them. In the and people <laughs> were dumping hundreds of dollars into this ridiculous, you know, like chia pets, like all these stupid things. Right? It, oh yeah, no, yeah, you're definitely good at making decisions. You're ten years old. You you know what to do. Chop your dick off. Uh, you you no, yeah, you're you definitely are a, a queer questioning bisexual whatever. You're nine. You, you you've got it figured out. Well, Go watch some more porn videos. Like. Yeah, it really it did hit home to me. Like it didn't shock me until a, a friend of mine. I was at the gym, and he had a call from his school. Called him and was like, "Yeah, we caught your son watching, you know, porn in school and oh, the whole thing." No. And Shit. I laughed at first. And I'm like, "Oh, geez, like, well, you know, I figured he was in high school. Like, yeah. He's nine, <sighs> nine years old, and there's all these they're crowded around a tablet or something that he has, and they're just why." Oh, and then no. it occurred to me, like that didn't exist when I was a kid. No, no. like Oof. it started to when I was around 15, 16. Yeah, but you couldn't just you know you're two clicks away from i know yeah now there's got to be some and here there's no discussion i mean when it comes to free speech that's dangerous it's leading to violence blah 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 there's all these discussions of how do we clamp down on this when it comes to porn no discussion whatsoever on that in fact again go back porn hub can like traffic young girls they can have rape videos on their websites no nah, yeah. nothing it's it's fine you know fbi hasn't shut yeah. them them down or done any major investigation yeah. of them the the, the number one the only thing you need to know why why it's it's definitely evil. It's not good. Is because it's free. You yeah, know, I, I, I watch somebody. Nothing say that is ever free. They, when there's something is free, the product is you. Yeah, because this is something price. that like clearly there's a market for. It's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. you know there's a lot of people. So why is it free? Yep. You know if you made this a paywall, people are going to pay five ninety nine. Like every single person that's frequently on you know on you know porn sites and so on, they're going to pay the six bucks a month or whatever it is or two dollars a month. Anything, even a yeah. dollar a month. You'd make a you know hundred million dollars from subscriptions, but it's not. So that that alone for that they're willing to leave hundreds of millions of dollars on the table just so they can get it out there for free. Yep, it's that's that's that concerns everything. me. That makes me very it's, suspicious. It's of, a weapon. Of what the real true purpose of this really is? Oh no, it's it's a weapon, hundred percent against us. It's to erode and destroy us, our our masculinity, the traditional family, all of it. It's just a massive weapon at this point. Jeremy, I'm I'm going to let you go. I know you need to wrap up there. Um, tell me about the. The uh, uh, event tomorrow again. Uh, what was it called again? Uh, Ungovernable. That's right. Tell us right. about that coming up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I guess I gotta get out of here. I'm yeah, have a good time. <laughs> get I, out of here, man. It flies by <laughs> when you're, you know, doing hate speech. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The ungovernable. Yeah, they they put it together to support me for my 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 legal bills and so on. But it's it's a whole pile of people are gonna be on from 11 a.m. Eastern, December 17th tomorrow morning for 12 hours. Um, I'll probably pop in. There's a whole pile of different. Uh, 
um, people up here in the in the you know bad guy community of Canada and some Americans and and, and some people from elsewhere. So um, yeah, come come check it out and see some 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 there's there's going to be problems there's probably going to be stories written about it <laughs> people hopefully no one goes to jail but you know i have no control over this i did, i have nothing to do with this i am just simply a spectator so whatever happens is not my not my uh not my problem all right all right well it sounds good uh, people can tune into that then check out the website yeah. there free jeremy mckenzie.com thank you jeremy always good to have you back uh try to stay out of trouble uh you, you might not be able to trouble might seek you out of the yeah, well it, the, the state it does, will seek you out but. it has been seeming to do that yeah oh, thanks Henrik. i appreciate it ragingdistant.com has all my uh links and so on and awesome that's, that's where i'll be until i'm you know locked up again or shot and killed for questioning the jfk no, stay, stay alive never relax eyes in the neck you know in the back that's right yep. that's All right, right. Man. Thank they're you. out there they're coming to get you <laughs> thanks cheers i appreciate you see you later thank you jeremy thank you yeah. all right, right. Uh, there we go all right boys and girls we're going to wrap up here uh in just a little bit we start a little bit late i guess we can look at a couple of things more i did have some other stories too we can always see what the hell was going on with the trump cards did you guys, did you guys see that i guess we can cover that at the, at the, at the last thing here um, that, that's that's the uh, the opposition that we we're getting right. The uh, the supposed pushback against all of this is coming at the hands of of, uh, of Trump, right? And the Trump establishment and the GOP or whatever. Uh, here it is. Jake says, "I can't do this anymore." Trump's former advisor Steve Bannon slams Donald's uh, major announcement about superhero NFTs and says, "Step your game up." So here's the. Um, let me see. Where's the video here for this? Here's the video what he uh, released. Uh, check check this cringe out. Hello everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J Trump NFT collection right here and right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. <laughs> or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses and they are beautiful i'm also doing zoom calls a one-on-one -on -one meeting autographing memorabilia and so much more we're doing a lot my official trump digital trading cards are 99 dollars, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting <laughs> buy one and you will join a very exclusive community it's my community and i think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot they also make perfect gifts so you can buy them with your credit card or crypto all you need is an email address go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone and they will be gone this is my first official trump trading card nft collection <laughs> and you get a chance to meet me go to collecttrumpcards.com right now and remember Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. There we go. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. All right, fantastic, good stuff. Uh, that's what it has come uh, come down to. Here are some of the uh, the pictures here. 
uh, from the Daily Mail. Yeah, so even Bannon had apparently said, like, I can't, uh, what is it? I can't do this anymore. I think was one of the things he had said. Let's see if we can find. I think they have it here. Yeah, here, here, here it is. Let's. Uh, some this. of the. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> some of the. I can't do this anymore. He's one of the greatest presidents in history. But I got to tell you, whoever, but business partner, and anybody in the comms team, and anybody in Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> and I love the folks down there. But we're at war. Mm-hmm. They ought to be fired today. You came out with something that's so important, which I still don't think gets to the heart of it. And hey, you don't have three harder cores than Cortez, Bannon, and Sub <laughs> So when they're, and we're getting blown up all day on the set. All right, that's it. But uh, yeah, this is the, uh, here's, here's the real one, folks. MIGA. That's what it's all about. Uh, Trump's, Trump's MIGA. I'm surprised we didn't have this one, actually, but uh, we got some good memes out of this, at least, uh, to laugh at. Uh, all right, so that's 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 an embarrassment, and then of course you have DeSantis on the other end, right? And it's like, okay, sure, he uh, what he uh, uh, he did some kind of anti-vax panel at least, which seems to be just uh, strategical from a political perspective. That there's so many you know anti anti-vax, anti-COVID-vax people on on the conservative right to the the MAGA right even. You know, Trump has been booed when he brings this up, and good, as he should, right? But remember, early on, DeSantis was, was uh, you know, pushing this himself. We played the clips with that. What the hell was that about? You should never have gone out and, and, and pushed something you didn't know was, you know, what it, what it was. Uh, but now he's flipped on that because it's advantageous to try to get at Trump or something like that. So it's a bullshit circus on that front. Uh, nothing's going to come of that, uh, and this is the level of cringe now that we're seeing. <laughs> like, And again, the, the media's freaking out about this. Like, oh, my God, Trump's Nazi, and you know, all this shit. It, it's, it's always the same with, like, you actually have real opposition out there, uh, you know, but then, it, but those things are like never highlighted. It's always like this, these, these weird kind of weak uh, steam valves that they kind of allow you to 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 tune into and ch- and choose as your opposition, your your controlled opposition, essentially, right? Um, and it's the Trumps, it's the it's the DeSantis, it's it's all the uh, MGTs, right? The Marjorie Taylor Greens and all these people. Oh, they're gonna fix it and save us. I think it was one one guy did a pretty good job. Um, Again, a lot of a lot of words, right? But what was uh, Ron Johnson? Was that the one? Yes, he had a panel um, on the COVID stuff, which was pretty decent, right? Uh, and you know, DeSantis, there was there were some good people on there too, saying good things or whatever. Right? But at least um, at least uh, Ron Johnson had a roundtable and talked about it. The question is that I want to know about this is like we are going to need people at the base minimum in jail. We're going to need people like locked up for this, uh, preferably catapult. But, you know, it's not up to me to make that call. Uh, but we're going to need uh, people uh, held accountable for for what they've done during this. Most of the data is out there now. We know that it's like, I mean, it pr- tremendously detrimental, right? COVID vaccines raise mortality rate by 26%, analyst reveals at Senator Ron Johnson's roundtable. Those under the age of 50 who took the vaccine now have a 49% higher mortality rate. Absolutely insane. And individuals who received just one dose of the shots have an approximately 145% worse mortality rate, said analyst John Sterling. That ends up being something like 600,000 excess deaths per year in the United States alone. So that was good. I haven't seen the whole um, panel or whatever you want to call it, roundtable that he had about this, but at least, at least they are doing that. 
they can, and it's good. You know, you begin by talking about it. You begin to highlighting what the problem is. You begin to uh, addressing the corruption behind it, how, how this was coercive and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to have action on it, too. You're going to have to have people in jail. You're going to have to go after people, destroy their livelihoods, take them out, take them out of circulation, fire them from these positions, let them never come near you know, levers of power again anywhere and preferably put them in, in, in jail. You know what I mean? That's like base minimum, essentially. Uh, so that's what we're going to have to see. The inv all, more and more info is coming out about that now, too. There was another German study. We don't have time here at the, right at the end to go through it. But uh, um, people died from mRNA vaccine-damaged hearts. New peer-reviewed German study provides direct evidence. And we've talked about this for, what is it now, two, almost two years it's not a secret. Like it, it is, this, it's out of the open. It's readily available. A lot of this material, too, if you want to, you know, get access to it. If you want to find out. So now we need action, essentially, right? Um, so that's that's the next step that we have to wait for, or not, not even wait for, but push for, right? The, the the people that have the ability to question whether it's a, a Ron Johnson or someone like that, right? They're going to have to like, okay, well, what are you going to do about this? You're going to is there laws going to be passed? Is there some investigation, you know, happening here? Is there some panel on that? Are we going to do a, a criminal investigation? What's going on? You know what I mean? All right. Anyway, uh, Mr. Jump says, uh, Mr. Wright says, just simping. Mr. Not Mr. Mr. Just. Mr. Wright says, just simping. Good to see you. Ralph Malf says, greeting friends. Shlomo Finkelstein here. I sell nose hooks and snake oil. Uh, cold extract from my little sister. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. That's right. Hanukkah is coming up, is it not? Um... Dog Whistler says, uh, by the way, Happy Yule and Merry Christmas. Best tweet I've seen in a while is this. Uh, and he's linking to uh, to this. My little tweet I did. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Appreciate that. Yep, here we go. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, we're going to start wrapping up, folks. Good Yule to you and yours. Much love to all of you. Thank you for joining us here today. We appreciate you. We're going to be back with more here, of course, I think. Uh, Lana might actually join us for uh, the Weekend Warrior show next uh, over the weekend here too. And um, it's been st stressful. We're not getting uh, too much sleep right now, but I love doing this. It's great to be with you. So thank you guys for being with us as we took a little uh, break because of, well, what you see on screen right here. Uh, and uh, But we're going to be back you know, at normal speed here soon. So we appreciate you guys. Um, and we do have... We'll probably do something. We haven't set the schedule yet um, for, the, for like a Yule stream or something like that. But regardless, I'll definitely do something, you know, whatever, uh, however, you know, advanced or, or, or not it, it, it will be at the end of the day. We'll try to pull it together. War, we were like eight days away here from uh, uh, Yulafton, Christmas Eve uh, on the 24th. So that's next Saturday. Holy smokes, it's going so fast. So maybe, maybe we'll do that Friday. I haven't decided yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. We'll put info on the websites, redice.tv, redicemembers.com. You can also, of course, follow us on Telegram t.me forward slash red ice tv you can also follow our gab or twitter we'll always put uh, notices there as well uh, but otherwise thank you ladies and gentlemen uh, if you do want to um, get a membership you can do that over at redicemembers.com you can also get it at odyssey.com slash at red ice tv uh, or subscribestar.com slash red ice thank you everybody we appreciate you also want to say thanks to our executive producers here today we do have a couple of new ones i believe as well uh we have Teal Author, Stoddard, V Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeeves, President Ubunga, Fetch Me If You Can, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, and we also have The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, and The Ride Never Ends. 
Great username, by the way. I like that. And then we have the producers. Mr. Walker696, Johansson, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pop, and Eyes Open. Thank you, guys. And by the way, while we were out of uh, uh, circulation, if that's the right term here, over, um, over the last couple of weeks, uh, I, I think some of you jumped over to Odyssey and some of you, because uh, I saw less on Subscribestar, so I think some of you might have uh, uh, dropped or you're over, over there now. So i got to just organize all that, make sure we have everyone in there uh, and that everyone has it. But re regardless, we'll get that sorted out. Thank you so much to, to everyone out there, supporters, and, and especially the executive producers and producers. We appreciate you guys. And I think we're, well, I think we're at the goal, uh, actually, for 20 as well. So i got to get that organized. Uh, I'm going to check and make sure that everyone is... Um, uh, is still uh, uh, subbed either on Odyssey or Subscribestar and then review and hopefully we can uh, get an editor aboard full time. So thank you guys so much for your support. We, we love you and we appreciate you. Uh, we will be back with more soon. Let me check Odyssey here. Last thing before we wrap up um, this pre Yule stream right here. Uh, I think we're caught up. We have uh, a couple of uh, library tokens from Rootin' Tootin'. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, De uh, Deaf Eating the Blind says HBSC Heng Sheng Bank China. Oh, is it a Chinese bank? Is that what it is? That's what it is. I, I forgot about that. That's right. Um, okay. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We'll be back with more soon, of course. So uh, take care. Stay focused. And as we said before, we said it many, many times, but it bears repeating as well. Uh, the one thing that we can do about all of these things, and we mention it all the time, but people seem to forget. Have more kids. <laughs> disconnect as much as you can from mainstream society, form your community, build networks, move to an area where there's good people, get away, become more self-sufficient, uh, get friends, get more people, and, and 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 act, essentially. Move. That's it. You know, that's what we have to do. Uh, Paris says, uh, good you over on Entropy. Thank you. Uh, RoboThink says, congratulations on the new Family Edition. Happy Friday. Thank you, RoboThink. Appreciate it. And uh, North Fork as well. Thank you, man. That's very kind of you. Appreciate you. Hail, Henrik. Best wishes for you, Lana, and the growing family. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.